It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. No real change in the update, just kind of the change in wording from the FAA. Uh, air travel is being complicated across the U.S. this morning. That's something that popped up about, what, 20 minutes ago, Diener? Uh, after all flights were grounded due to a computer outage. Here's the real problem. They're not giving us a timeline. I guess they don't know. FAA says on its website that it is, quote, its notice-to-air missions computer system had failed. Sounds kind of important. This sounds like a kind of a big deal. They, they might need that one. Here's what it does. Here's the update. The system provides vital information to workers involved in flight operations. FAA is stressing that technicians are working to restore the system. There have now been some reports of some flights taking off. We just we don't know which flights to tell you if you're trying to get out of or pick somebody up from uh, PBIA or Lauderdale or Miami or something. But there you go. Well, I can tell, ironically enough, as we're talking about this, I see a plane taking off. Ah, there's one. <laughs> yeah, that's All right, right, we got one. So we got one in the air. We got I don't one know. bird in the air. Well, I don't know. You see, because it's it's interesting as the planes fly by the studio here, because the studio faces south towards 45th Street, 95. So we overlook... I-95, literally, as you go by 45th Street, you can wave to us as you pass by. And I see the plane flying by as we sit here. So is that plane trying to come in for a landing? Was that a plane that was already in the air? Uh, it's I hard to tell. It was to my back, Diener. What was its trajectory? <laughs> it was low enough. I don't know. I, I think maybe it's trying to come in for a landing. Really? That, I don't that, know. That's I don't, my see, guess. That, there's another good question that's not being answered right now. Uh, and nobody has the report. No, We're looking at all the networks. Uh does it affect flights trying to land? I don't know. Right. I mean, are these people just going to be circling like the plane that I just saw fly by? Are these poor people going to be circling, waiting to land? I hope not. I hope they can still land, but they haven't said anything specific to that. It's not an episode like Lost or something. Jeez, oh, jeez. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just that's that's the computer system down. I don't. Th- I didn't. I can't ever recall a story like this where all planes were, all air travel was affected. Individual airlines here and there. I think we had over some holiday, we had two airlines affected by their flight systems. That was big enough. But yeah. coming from the FAA, though, and they, and, and they don't ha- they don't know a full restoration time. That's 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 the latest. I mean, in the early word was they grounded all flights. Yep. You know, and I now again, supposedly maybe there is some trickling out here and there, but it's uh, it's it's pretty big. I mean, as far as crises go, an air crisis, I guess you could say. That's that's a big deal when you have almost all air traffic yeah. affected by a major outage like this. Hopefully, it gets better soon. It affects a huge chunk of the country. We'll just update you whenever uh, whenever the, anything is updated because all the information is going to have to come from the FAA at this point because it was their call, it's their system. So we'll update you. In the meantime, Joe Biden didn't want to, but he had to give an update and a talk and work this into the uh, the North American summit. Talk about the classified documents, and yes, uh-huh. they were classified and are classified, they were found at the Biden Center. This is not going well whatsoever for them. And you'll hear that this, and the spin was crazy yesterday about this. <laughs> it sure was. This seems to be the best they have. And by they, I mean the Democrats, the White House, um, and no no press conference yet from Corrine Jean-Pierre. But, well, they did the right thing, and they, they returned them right away. That's the best they have so far. I don't know what their definition of right away is, but they were sitting there for six years. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. 
Well, that doesn't sound good either. If you were surprised to learn, it means you had no knowledge whatsoever of what these documents were. And the second thing is, they're trying to come off like heroes for, at the very least, returning them right away and letting the archives know about it? Yeah, right. They're, they're trying to spin this into that? Oh, we have the best lawyer. Our team did the right thing. That No, you didn't. Your whole team screwed this up for years. They sure did, because they always forget to mention that. Well, we turned it in right away, right, like Biden said, but we forgot to mention that it sat there for six years. So there's there's that. Now, look, who's to say what happened in that six years, right? That's the thing we don't know. Was it compromised? Maybe. Did it sit there and collect dust and nobody knew it was even there? Maybe. But we don't know. Uh, here's another piece of information That's coming up. That's the problem. <laughs> All, right away. Right away, the news outlets were this. Well, there's a big difference between Trump and, uh, and Biden. And this, and the, 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 his team, legal team turned him over right away. Well, here's the difference they're not talking about. These things weren't locked. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, too. At least at Mar-a-Lago, those were lock and key. And at the time, they had been working with the National Archives to figure out what they needed and what could stay at Mar-a-Lago. Right. That's what they're not telling you. Yeah. Well, here's Biden again yesterday. Oh, he's surprised. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully. Well, I didn't know, but I turned over the boxes. I didn't know they were there. And I got to tell you, I really do. I think that's worse. I've been thinking about this. I think that's worse than yesterday when we were trying to figure out, you know, if he was a part of this or not. So let's just say that's true. And in all fairness, it probably is true because when you pack up, you leave the White House. It's not like Biden's there packing his own boxes. You have staffers and everybody doing things like that. So it's possible that they just threw things in a box and it got mixed up. It got shuffled up. Totally possible. Yes. Totally possible. I think that's worse because those are your classified documents. You have to be responsible for those and where they're going and where they were before you left, too. But here's what he did know, Diener. He did know that China, the CCP, Communist government of China had contributed $100 million to the Biden Center at UPenn. $100 million over the years, and it was a continuing payment, by the way. And they also knew, combine that with the fact, he also knew that classified documents were held there. That right there, to me, is impeachable. Yes. Yes. You don't I, have... You don't yes. have you don't have Ukraine, China, or Iran funding Mar-a-Lago. Right. That's exactly right. That's why. That's one of the big differences, too. These are found, in, like you said, in a Chinese-funded building... Meanwhile, in Trump, they raided his own personal home where these things were under lock and key that were declassified, by the way, at that point. So this coming from classified documents and this information coming from Caitlin Collins, the reporter from CNN. This is Mm. CNN. Among the classified documents from Biden's time as VP discovered in the private office last fall, U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials covering topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom. That's from CNN. Hmm. So Ukraine of all places, so right? So if you're just trying to blame this on a Fox News thing, right? good right. luck. And by the way, you, do you remember when this fir- this story first broke? They were trying to tell you they weren't classified? That's right. It's a foregone conclusion. Everyone knows these were classified now. Of course. All of these documents were. Yes. Wow. I mean, it's uh, wow. very disturbing. And, and you're right. I mean, for these to be in a building funded by China where he knew. That much he knew. He absolutely knew that. I mean, that this building was was funded in part by China. I mean, give me a break. This is just stinks to high heaven of corruption and and honestly just selling your soul, too. How about that? All right. We'll give you an update on uh, the FAA story. Flights grounded. We don't know how many yet, and we don't know when they're going to be restored. But uh, any information we'll pass on to you, as well as an update on uh, Mega Millions. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. News coming up. It's going to be rapid-fire news. Karen brings the headlines. We bring the comments. What's coming? Oh, boy. 
So this FAA thing is pretty serious. Can't get an update. You all hear. Um, so flights across the U.S. have been grounded because of this computer outage. It warns pilots about potential problems. It's called the Notice to Air Missions Computer System. That's down. Yeah. So now what? Here's, here's what's happening. That system provides advisories. The advisories may include everything from bad weather to maybe hazards near an airport like birds or even construction. That system right now is down and pilots have to use an alternate system. I believe right now they're using telephone to get those advisories at different airports. Uh, Jim, there's some birds Hello, party coming line. Here. Wow. They're calling pilots in the air to tell them there's birds coming. They get like a spam risk and it's the it's air traffic control calling yeah, on your yeah, cell phone. Yeah. Possible spam. Oh no, it's oh, just Joe from the ground. Oh. oh my god. Hello, can we take off? I don't know. But I, I gotta go to work. I think that's how they're getting the flights down. Well, yeah, see, that's that what I was wondering. They're they're up there. Yeah, they're we up saw there. a plane out the window. Diener thinks Oh dear. Diener put it put his, you know, abacus up in the I air did. and yes. he calculated the time route and all this other stuff that's and, right. he, and the sundial and he thought it was trying to land. So, sure. I think They're so. on the phone right now. Uh, yeah, you're They're good. They're calling line two. <laughs> Talk them down. Talk them down. Now arriving. Oh, oh no. uh, we shouldn't laugh, but my God, that's scary. We have to use the telephone. You know how many flights are in the air? Have you seen the map of how many flights are actually up there right oh, now? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. All right, well, that more coming up. All right, thank you, Karen. I know we're joking around about that, but it's a serious issue and not a lot of updates. Although now they it's just popped up. They're calling the flights limited. Limited flights. I see. Okay. Well, we don't know which are limited. That's the problem. Right. Uh, rapid fire, by the way, coming up at 7.30, News Talk 850, WFTL. That computer glitch causing flights across the U.S. still at this moment to be delayed or canceled. The tweet out this morning from the FAA was this, Diener. It's still working to fully restore its notice-to-air missions system after the outage. It says, while some functions are beginning to come back online, national airspace system operations remain limited. Well, that doesn't tell you a lot, but it tells you it's a serious situation. It does, yeah. The FAA also said this was the statement on the website we were talking about before. We are performing final validation checks and repopulating the system now. We will provide frequent updates as we make progress. So what, they're doing like a hard restart in computer? Seriously, that's exactly what I thought with the blue, with the blue circular line. <laughs> right. All right, just uh, keep your finger on it for like three seconds. It's going to reboot, and uh, you should be should be fine. I guess the central computer system, like we were, oh, I'm only at 82%. Oh, jeez. Imagine like the IT guy being like, did you try unplugging and plugging back in? <laughs> uh, try, kick it. Well, kick it on the side, see what happens. I mean, good Lord, though. It's it's, very, that's a very serious situation. It like, is. This, this could even go down. That's not good. Oh, I mean, it, it, for one thing, it shows how vulnerable we are when it comes to this stuff. And then, two, it just just makes you look bad. I mean, one glitch like this grounds the entire country. Yeah. I know, you know, as far as flights going up, but like you said, they're limited at this point. And you got flights in the air that are kind of, you know, flying in the dark when it comes to this this hotline they're supposed to use. Yeah, what happens to them? So that's not good. And if you read between the lines, the very last line of the message is, we will provide frequent updates as we make progress. Hadn't been a lot of updates, which would tell you not a lot of progress lot, yet. Yeah, right. But they're working on it. Wow. We'll update you as we go. Yeah. Any information we know. Well, we know this. If you didn't play Mega Million, Mega Billions last night, you didn't lose. Now, no matches all six numbers Fridays, jackpot could be more than $1.3 billion. Good luck in Play On America. And there it is. will be 1.3 plus. Who the heck knows when it's going to be? I, I, I didn't hear this. 
uh, online coming in until I saw the the billboard by the Lake Worth Bridge this morning. It was still at nine nine nine. Said, "Oh my God, nobody won." I know. I had the same reaction. I didn't want to check. I was because I thought about it this morning. I'm like, you know, I could just like look up on my phone in two seconds, see if anybody won. I'm like, no, I'm gonna wait until I pass the billboard. I want to be surprised as I see it <laughs> coming into the station. You want to learn in real time. That's right. And there it was, 999. I'm like, wow. What they haven't released is, and they usually tell you this pretty soon into the morning, they haven't released how many million dollar individual you know, winners were throughout right. the country. Last drawing, there were 10. Okay. So still hold on to your ticket and check it because a million bucks is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, I mean, that'll think, get you through like a day. Right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody won in Florida with, with uh, one of those million dollar tickets. So. Very nice. It could be you. could be me. It could be you, Bill. I don't think it's us, but maybe. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. It's true. Uh, I att- I'm not even going to call it an attempt. It was a half-hearted looky-loo at the uh, Golden Globes last night as Lauren was watching. She wasn't even watching the whole thing. She's a big fan of the Golden Globes. If you lose her, you're done. This yeah. thing was awful. And I know it sounds like we're, bro- we're breaking the, uh, we're just playing a broken record here. You know, and I get that. But it was really, really bad. First of all, it started out like this. Just completely honest. I, honest to God, and maybe I'm just out of the loop with entertainment, I had never heard, seen, or known anything about Gerard Carmichael, the host. Nothing. I, Literally I, nothing. No, I don't know too much about him. I recognized him. I didn't, but I didn't know who he was. You know what I mean? I didn't know really who he was. I, I've seen him in things, whether it was a commercial or a promo or a clip of something, but I didn't really know who he was, per se. He came out, and he, again, he sets it all up, and he made... A joke of it where they canceled themselves last year because it wasn't woke enough. Their 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 advisory board wasn't the council wasn't diverse. Right, like they had no black people on it. And he comes out fully assuming that everyone in the world knows who he he is. And the part of the joke here that he goes on to say is is it because I'm one of the biggest comedians in the world right now? I'm hosting. I mean, he said that wasn't the part of the joke. He's assuming everybody knows that. I'm just saying, Eddie Murphy's sitting in the room. (laughs) But this is his intro. I am your host, Gerard Carmichael. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. Well... It, it, if you thought that they were going to counter-program, as they say in television, and not go with the diversity thing and the wokeness and the reason why they canceled last year, it's all it was. It was unbelievable. That's it was amazing. <laughs> this used to be the fun show. That's right. This was the one that had uh, the famous uh, Ricky Gervais monologue. That was it. Where, and this was also the gosh. one known for you know in a more casual tables than it is. It's a closer environment yeah. where they were, they were all trashed, and they were all drinking and having a good time. Where you get funny moments. Not Oh, not anymore. I mean, yeah, you know, you had your your usual crowd there, Quentin Tarantino and Brad Pitt and all those type of people. And I had it on for about 20 minutes because I forgot this was on. And I pretty much tuned out after about 20 minutes. <laughs> that, was, that was, but I saw that the guy uh, who played Elvis, I forget his name. I, you know, Oh, yeah, really, Austin Butler. Yes, Austin Butler, really good he young won, actor. He won. So I saw that him. That was good. So I was like, okay, this is pretty good. That was the part I came in on. I'm like, okay, I'll give this a shot. And then it just went kind of downhill after that, so... I don't even because Lauren gets so mad at me in years past because these people make me pull my hair out. It's like the you know the 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 wokeism and the agenda and the, and the politics that they you know it drives me crazy. And she she's sick of me talking about it. So I don't even venture. I just dip a toe in. I'd say, hey, how's, how's the show? Even she was like, meh. Really? Oh, and she was a super fan of the Golden Globes. Love love that show. <laughs> it's it's like when uh, Kristen comes out in the room on Monday night. Hey, how's the national championship game? I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's when you know it's not that good, right? <laughs> you lose a super fan like that. So yeah. I don't know what the ratings are going to be on this. I, my prediction is bad. 
I, I don't think. Well, listen, weren't these? I remember the Golden Globes. Maybe I'm crazy, but I remember these being on primetime Sunday night. Oh, yeah. This was on a Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a good sign, right? But you know what they're going to say? Ratings for the Golden Globes up 100%. Well, it wasn't on last year. (laughs) (laughs) You can spin ratings any way you want. (laughs) Anyway, all right, we're going to update you anything we know, and it's not a lot of information yet about the FAA ordering all flights grounded. Uh, Apparently, the latest is until 9 a.m., possibly. Oh, wow. Wow. We'll get some more details, hopefully, on that during Rapid Fire, but some other stuff, too. Stick around for that about 7.30-ish next to the South Florida Morning Show. It's 7.30. Time for Jenna Bill's Rapid Fire with Karen Curtis on News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid Fire time. Karen's got the headlines. We'll chime in. I know you're starting with the FAA thing, but not a lot of updates on it. No, uh, all flights nationwide are grounded yeah, at that's the, this yeah. time until 9 a.m. That's the official word now. We kept going back and forth Period. because, honestly, I mean, the information has been spotty. It was all flights were grounded. Or there's delays. Delays, right. You know, some flights are able to go. And now the, the official word from the FAA, all flights grounded until nine, at least until 9 a.m. How do they, okay, but how do they release this information and not talk about the landing flights? This is what I still don't understand. Yeah, there's those flights in the air. We need an update on that. Yeah, so it's the notice to air missions computer system. I think the last time all flights nationwide were grounded was 9-11. That, right? I think so. We were trying to think about that before we went on the air here in the commercial break. I think it was 9-11. Now, obviously, totally different situations, of course, but I, I believe... Just historically speaking, I think that's the last time. I know the pandemic was a different story. That's because air travel restrictions and things oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, there but... was Southwest. No, just kidding. Oh, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, but this guy is a flight reporter, and he's explaining it. Possibly he could be talking about the flights that are in the air right now and what this all means. That system provides advisories. The advisories may include everything from bad weather to maybe hazards near an airport like birds or even construction. That system right now is down and pilots have to use an alternate system. I believe right now they're using telephone to get those advisories at different airports. One ringy dingy. Yeah, exactly. Two ringy dingy. Morse code. Hello, welcome to Party Line. Hey, how you doing? I'm on American Flight uh, 850. I'm trying to uh, land. Uh, Watch out for that bird. <laughs> so oh we're God. joking about it, it's but terrible. there's just such a lack of information. Yes. The biggest piece, chunk of this information is said that they're grounded until 9 a.m. That's it. Yeah. Uh, FAA says they're working to restore this notice to air mission system. This whole thing sounds fishy to me. How does this system that's never gone down before ever in the whole you know, know history I... of flight suddenly go down what's that about but they're performing their final validation checks and repopulating the system now that was before they said everything's grounded till nine so i don't know maybe they get like you know they're rebooting the computer like we do and you get the bar yeah or the circle blue line yeah we're at 82 (laughs) percent i mean you hope not but this thing sounds really antiquated it does sound antiquated so we'll keep you posted on that biden has no idea who put those top secret pinky swear, I have to kill you if you read them documents, in a locked closet in his old office? But I don't know what's in the documents. I, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully. How bad does that sound, this new angle? I have no idea what they are. I'll tell you what he did know. He knew that they were at the Biden Center. He knew that they had classified documents. Nobody's disputing that they were classified. Right. And he knew that China has funded this center to the tune of $100 million over the years. Yep. So you got classified documents at a place funded by China. Okay. 
He knew that much. Will we ever know what the documents are about? No. Oh, they're classified, That's Karen, right. you dummy. Well, CNN revealed a lot of it, what they're all about last night. Really? This is CNN's reporting. Okay. You ready? Yes. From Caitlin Collins, she of the resting bee face. You know her? Yeah. I do. She's... CNN, yeah. among the classified documents from Biden's time as VP discovered in the private office last fall, U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials that covered topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom, according to CNN. <laughs> Ukraine. So how do yeah. they know they're classified and they know that? What the heck? Yep. Okay. Because, you know, inside sources or whatever. Thank you. I did not know that. Yep. Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at least three separate groups of migrants came ashore. It's really cold outside. I mean, they must have been freezing on their way over through the Florida Straits. Landed in Key Largo, Key Colony Beach, Key West, and then also up to 50 landed in Fort Lauderdale, and only a couple were taken into custody. So... They're running around out there, probably very cold. It's cold outside. It's like 50 degrees, 55. At least six people injured after a knife attack in Paris at a central railway this morning. Apparently, this guy had a knife. He started attacking people at about 7 a.m. Paris time. And uh, police shot the alleged attacker. You know, you hear about those knife attacks a lot in France, right? Ouch. They... And, and you always, you know, the argument, the anti-gun argument in this country is always like, well, a knife can't do that kind of damage. A, pre- a skilled knife practitioner can do a ton of damage oh, yeah. in a very quick amount of time. Actually, the suspect is in critical condition. He survived the shooting, and one of the stabbing victims is critical. Wow, scary. So here, I'm going to throw this out here. How old is the youngest member of Congress? Oh, this kid. Uh, I remember you talked about him when he got elected. Yeah. From Florida, right? Yes. 13. No, he's uh, <laughs> 19? 25. 25. Ah. He'll be 26 on Tuesday. Oh. Um, he's the youngest member, and he's from Florida, like Bill said, and he's talking about young voters, and he says that his name is, he's a Democrat, and he's from Florida. His name is Maxwell Frost, and he says the next two years are going to stink because Republicans are in charge. I was sitting down with my team looking at all the things I'm voting on this week. I just got really sad. <laughs> you know, we have a Republican majority that wants to fight to take away the right to choose. They want to fight to, at the expense of marginalized communities, bring up other communities. So he's the youngest member of Congress, probably the most clueless. Congratulations. You did it. You made some history. You're an idiot. You're officially sworn in. You're an absolute idiot. Yep. That's how that goes. I I heard the rest of his speech. It's awful. Okay. He's absolutely, he might be the worst of them all. He may be the worst of the worst Democrats. I don't care that you're a feel-good story. I don't care that you're from Florida. You're an absolute idiot. Democrats, uh, or he says Democrats need to do a better job showing how government can work for the people if they want young votes to vote. Okay, he's wrong about everything. He's either brainwashed or he's smart enough to be able to convince everybody else and brainwash others about what's what's really happening. No, he's an idiot. Yeah, well, coming up on Rapid Fire, Mega Billions rolls over again. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. Bega Millions. Bega Billions, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, you know, the people that play this, too, are the people that have the least amount of money can and that can't afford it. Yeah, like me. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> Did you buy a ticket? That's of course. That's rolled over. I yeah. didn't buy one, so I love Time for so your you're the winner. I well, I gotta try to win a billion dollars. Who doesn't want to try to win a billion dollars? <laughs> See, that's why they have the huge universe. Anyway, time for your ABC WFTL traffic and weather together. Okay, fine. <laughs> so again, all flights grounded. If you're heading to the airport, take your time. Stop and get a coffee. Your flight ain't going anywhere until nine o'clock at least. 
because of a computer glitch. Otherwise, no other major accidents reported this time on 95 of the Turnpike in Palm Beach County, but we do have a 95 northbound accident at Atlantic Boulevard to the westbound exit ramp in Broward. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. New South is having a one-day factory sale. This Saturday only in our factory showroom. 40% off energy-efficient windows and patio doors. One day only, this Saturday from 9 till 4. Please visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Well, uh, your WPTV first alert forecast waking up with temperatures in the 50s this morning. Highs will be in the mid-70s again. But then by Friday, another cold front moves through with our highs. What, in the 60s and lows in the 50s and 40s? Wow. So bundle up. No rain in sight. Lots of blue skies. It was gorgeous yesterday. Mm. Yes. Currently clear, mild, and 57 degrees in the Palm Beaches. Back to rapid fire. So you know how Barney Fife only had one bullet? Yep. But only he, needed one. That's right. So, he, but he was allowed to carry a gun. If you cannot buy a gun, you should not have the ability to buy ammunition. Do you agree with that? It would be called Jamie's Law. Hmm. They're trying to get it passed in Tallahassee. Yeah, I know that this uh, state rep is from Boca who's been pushing this. That's this is right. the third time to try to get it done, yep. I guess. Democratic State Senator uh, Tina Polsky of Boca. She's filing the bill. It's uh, background checks on ammo sales. Here she is. You could get a gun illegally and then walk into a store and buy ammunition, even if you're not supposed to be purchasing ammunition, uh, that you don't qualify to purchase a gun. You shouldn't qualify to purchase ammunition. If you can find ammunition these days. Isn't it possible to make your own ammunition? Can't you make a bullet? Not easily. Oh, okay. I mean, you know. Shotgun shells, but, you know, she's not talking about, well, maybe she is. I don't know. Mel Gibson did it in The Patriot. That's right. (laughs) Melted down the little toy soldiers to make little metal balls for his muskets. Melting down his old muskets, right. (laughs) But he also wielded a mean axe. Uh, Remember that? That was awesome. Uh, The ghost. The ghost. I got to watch that movie again. Okay, I've never watched. You never saw The Patriot? I will have to watch it. Oh, it's so good. It was awesome. Heath Ledger plays his son. Musket balls. Oh, yes. He would sneak into the British encampments and just, they didn't know what hit him. He would, like, wipe them all oh out. Gosh. It's great. So great. it's like Braveheart, but in America. Kind of. Gotcha. Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> so the bill would be named after 14-year-old Jamie Gutenberg, who was uh, gunned down in Parkland. Um, oh, okay. It would close the uh, background check loopholes and, well, anyway, moving on. A search is going to resume today for a boy who was carried away in floodwaters Monday in Central California because of heavy rainfall. They're holding out hope he's alive, but they've only found one shoe. Oh, that's not good. Uh, no. It's awful. 14 people have died in this thing. Did you see the video of Ellen? I had it up at the website yesterday. You had this creek raging behind her. And and what did she blame it on? She said, we have to be better to nicer to Mother Earth. Yeah. Her creek is, it's not even overflowing. It was just like visible. Yeah. This brown creek behind her house. And she says, it's 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 because of climate change. She's a very dumb person. Yes, yep. she is. Ellen. Yes, she uh Boy, she really took a turn for the worse over the, probably the past five years or so. She's just very low information. Oh. Yeah. Well, the flooding yep. is forcing evacuations in Montecito. That, of course, is home to Jennifer Aniston, Oprah, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, Ellen, all those people. So that's why we're hearing so much about it. Not that there's 14 dead and a boy that's missing. Mm. I know. Well, no, you're right. I mean, gosh, it's it's really bad over there, actually. Actually, I mean, it is. It's it's. A, Pretty big deal with all the mudslides and the, and the flooding, yeah. and hopefully it gets better for them soon. So I tuned into this yesterday just to see what was who was wearing what. There were some doozies, but uh, Golden, fashion. Yeah, the Golden Globes back on television. Oh. Remember they were canceled last year because of lack of diversity. They canceled themselves. 
They had zero black members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. But so I thought maybe this year it'd be like, all right, well, they got over that. They did that. They'll, they'll counter program, as they say in TV, right? They won't go mm-hmm. all diverse and they'll try to win back an audience. Oh, no, was I wrong? Holy cow. It was like the pendulum swung complete opposite it, direction. If you don't live in L.A., New York, or if you're not a member of the LGBTQ community, they have absolutely no interest in you. None. It was incredible. For the, the couple of minutes I saw from this thing. It was yeah. awful. It didn't speak to you, huh? I uh, know. Uh, the host, he uh, is Gerard or Jared Carmichael. Gerard. I am your host, Gerard Carmichael. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. I saw that. I'm like, wow. Uh, well, did you see him pacing back and forth yeah, with the thing? And he a- took 35 to 40 seconds of telling people to calm down at the yeah. beginning. And then he sat down on the steps and started going into drinking tea and stuff. And I'm like, I'm out of here. I, uh, I had, Maybe I'm just out of the loop or entertainment. I had never seen him. I had never heard of him. I had never heard his name. Never heard any of his stand-up. No, nothing. But he went on there and he said, Now, I wasn't invited because I am one of the premier comics in America right now. No. And, and that, that wasn't the joke. He was serious. <laughs> and he said, Eddie Murphy's in the audience. Yeah. Getting humble the, guy, the huh? Lifetime Achievement Award. My God. Goodness. Man. <laughs> well, now they have six black members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. All right. So, okay. okay. There you that's go. That's the good thing. Uh, this happened. What's up, America? I'm John Crow. And tonight's mega billions jackpot is an estimated annuitized $1.1 billion. Woo! I like how he throws in there uh, annuitized as well. Oh, if, you, if it's annuitized. Right. That's part of right. the script. But he but he had lived and put in mega billions. Mega billions. Bagger See what he did billions. there? That's our yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, next drawing, Lucky Friday the 13th. I didn't buy a ticket. Did you buy a ticket? Uh, Yeah. You did. See, so you're the winner. See, uh, you can't lose yes. if you don't play. I know. And my dad texted me. He's gloating because he didn't buy a ticket. He feels like he won now. It's yeah. a good feeling. It is. I'm a winner. <laughs> it's a really good feeling when you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I said, I said, we need to go buy a ticket, and then it never happened. <laughs> yeah. But Friday the 13th could be interesting. So what is it, 1.3, or the, will it be 1.5? The minimum is 1.3. Ah. It's okay. usually a little higher than that. But yeah. would the, you annuitize it, what is it? Now you're getting into math. I have absolutely no idea. All I know is 1.3. 24% of state tax times 13% of oh. federal income. And, uh, Carry the knot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that that new math? Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, that it's like a full-time job just mm. trying to keep up with buying it is. tickets, checking the numbers. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. I'm exhausted. And then you for- totally forget about the other jackpot. What is it? Po- Powerball. The Powerball. Yeah, Powerball is like is a 360. Bad? It's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. Chump change. Chump change. <laughs> I carry that around. That's walking around money. Oh, no. That wraps up rapid fire. <laughs> what great radio is coming up next? Well, uh, Pete Buttigieg has chimed in about the FAA situation. He is our <laughs> transportation secretary. You might... Have forgotten that he oh. did. He did. They woke. They woke him up for this. They've, he's off maternity leave. And he's he's back. Okay. He's chimed in, uh, and there is an update on that about a very serious situation. They get some numbers now about number of flights that have been canceled until nine a.m. We'll update you on that as well as another update like Karen just had on Mega Billions coming up next. The Self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I've asked the question whether there's any signs of of a hack, and I so far don't have an answer to that. I'm not sure that yet they've been able to do the forensics analysis to be able to tell me that. 
Well, that's uh, NBC's Tom Costello on the reporting, because we all ask the question, right? You don't, It's like one of those things you don't want to say out loud, God, I hope it wasn't a hack. But uh, he's saying it. He did ask, and, not, and according to him, hasn't gotten an answer. It's got to be the question, right? I mean, you have to think it. It's, it's. I'm sure it's come to everybody's mind, because sure all we have so far is, well, is an outage or a glitch. How does that just happen? Well, listen to this. I had no idea about this, but he also had part of his report. This is from NBC this morning that it may be a defunct old uh, system. This notice to air missions computer system had failed because it did before in Florida. Oh, no. For domestic travel went down in Florida just over a week ago. Listen to his report on this. And and this was that means that was right at the tail end of the holidays and right and right after it. one can presume given two high profile computer outages in the space of two weeks congress may have questions about the faa's uh, computer systems and and budgetary needs this is really sounding like this is just an old defunct system see that's i was leaning toward that or god forbid a hack but it, was, it wouldn't surprise me if it was some type of old system we saw the same thing happen with southwest right they had you know outdated uh, these uh, antiquated systems that created all these delays and, you know, groundings over the holiday season. That was a total disaster. We all know about it. From the airline's perspective, yeah, right. Right. And and we've had up to two airlines down before because of computer problems. But this is all of the FAA. This sounds like, to me, I mean, uh, listen, we don't have all the information yet. But just on the surface right now, it sounds like a complete and utter failure and lack of attention to something that should have been taken care of probably a couple of years ago. Right. And I get it. Look, you know, you're in the pandemic. Maybe they couldn't do it, you know, for all these different reasons. Things slow down. And then it just flew under the radar, no pun intended, where they were like, you know what? We probably should get this fixed now. And well, now it's too late. So 9 a.m. is what they're saying right now. And that may go past that. Some people are already speculating it'll take longer than 9 a.m. to fix this computer system. Flights are grounded uh, across the U.S. until 9 a.m. I still want to hear about flights trying to land. No one is saying anything about their ability to land or not. I mean, there are flights in the air. I told you I saw one go by. Sure did. And I, I guess, you know, now that I think about it, it, probably was trying to land. But since then, I haven't seen anything. So, which is always weird to, you know, look at. You don't see any air, airplanes. Oh, I know. It's only happened a few times in our life where the air traffic just slows to a standstill. But this is one of those mornings where FAA has grounded all flights because of this outage. So, uh... That's the computer glitch part of it. The FAA is also confirming, and the White House is confirming, that President Biden's been briefed on the situation. And so has Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Remember him? Oh, yeah. He had tweeted out this morning, 49 minutes ago, I've been in touch with the FAA this morning about the outage affecting a key system, providing safety information to pilots. They're working to resolve the issue swiftly and safely so that air traffic can resume normal operations. We'll continue to provide updates. Well, since then, he's provided no updates. I hope he's on the case. Oh, good job there, uh, Mayor Pete. <laughs> love, me. love depending on that guy because he's, he's done such a bang-up job as oh, yeah. his time as uh, Transportation Secretary. Oh, yeah. Give me a break. You don't hear from him much. No, 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 you don't. Wow. But, well, listen, we're just going to keep paying attention to it and see. I mean, hopefully, maybe things get fixed sooner than later. Hopefully it doesn't get, go too far past 9 o'clock, but this is this is wild, man. I mean, you talk about pure numbers, though. Now that you've got... I mean, that's that's the story. There's no way around it. It's all flights across America grounded Yeah, right now. That <laughs> means tens of thousands of passengers. We're not talking about people at airports right now. I can imagine what that scene's starting to look oh. like. 
Because it's you know how it goes at a, at a major airport. It's like as the morning goes later in deeper into the morning, more and more people arrive yep. and arrive and arrive and arrive. They're all going to be stuck there. And we saw this pretty much as we were coming on the air. Right. At, at 6 a.m. the news broke. And we thought, what, what is going on? What do you mean all flights are grounded? And it looked like one of those things they had to alert people about because it was going to be like a 10-minute delay. Oh, it's more than that. Jeez. Man, well, that's crazy. And hopefully all the planes in the air are, you know, okay landing. Get them down. Hey, hope so anyway. In the meantime, with all the news and the Biden documents and that looking like it's even a worse story than you even imagined uh, for the Biden team. And he had to explain that thing away yesterday. Here's another big story, massive story that got a little bit buried yesterday, but it's huge and very, very important. The Pentagon, the military, dropping its COVID-19 vax mandate. That's a huge decision. Really big win. We had heard that this possibly could be coming, but they made the announcement on Tuesday, dropping the shots requirement across the U.S. military, although the Defense Department is, will continue to promote and encourage COVID-19 vax for all service members. I want anybody that got fired or suspended over this in the military to get back pay, get the jobs back offered to them. That has to be the next big step because this is great. This is a great first step. You know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a big domino effect now. It could have a domino effect on um, international travel. You know, hopefully by April, because they did extend that through through April, right. where you have to be vaccinated. You know, as far as coming into the country, so maybe they they fix that at the end of April. Maybe recruitment goes up now within the military because you won't have you know young recruits hesitant about coming in because well I'm not sure about getting the vaccine. Though. That's a really good point, one that was never mentioned yeah. throughout the last couple of years when they said, yeah, recruiting's really down. Oh, you gonna well, tell me this wasn't a factor? I'm sure it wasn't. Some for some, it had to have been. Yeah, like, come on. It's it's a so it's a big deal all around. But you're right. The next, next thing that has to be done, back pay to all those who were fired because of this. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. Exactly right. What, what they did. You know, and this is another thing. And you've got major states now. You know, dropping vax requirements in cities. Now you've got the Pentagon. That means all military. Uh, it's harder and harder for anybody, any institution, any individual municipality, anybody to to insist on a vax mandate. I mean, how can you have it? Right, exactly. Even on a legal standing, how can you even push this anymore? And that's the thing too. All any other vax mandates that are still around for anything. Right. I mean, once you say that the military has done away with theirs, that's a huge trickle down effect. Right. Exactly. All right. We'll update you. Uh, as of right now, all commercial flights grounded in the U.S. until at least nine a.m. That's a huge story. The why behind it? Any updates on that? We'll give you as soon as we hear something coming up next. And this in the lighter fare department. Why was Ben Affleck at a Dunkin' Donuts yesterday and outside of Boston? I think this is fantastic. I did a double take. I thought it was a fi- a, like, like a fake video. Why is he getting the attention? Because you know who else was there? Who? The missus. Oh, she was? J-Lo was at the Dunkin'. And they're talking about Ben Affleck? Exactly. That's push, my point, Diener. Push him out of the way. I, why wasn't I Kidding? learning about this? <laughs> All right, that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's not a good thing. I mean, you do rely on a system. And if there is a system failure, somebody needs to get in there and start figuring out, you know, what the issue is. Okay, uh, that poor guy is a traveler at Orlando, stuck. A travel nightmare is percolating because oh, no. of the flights grounded until 9 a.m., until at least 9 a.m. There are some travel experts who are thinking it's going to go past that. But yeah. at, as of right now, all outgoing, you know, flights trying to get up in the air are grounded. And you know what's happening right now, right about now, too, in rush hour. Airports are starting to get really crowded around the country. I know. I mean, hopefully people got notifications that nothing's God. taking off. I, I don't know. I, 
you know, you expect a notification, you hope, from the airlines, right. but from the FAA? My gosh, right. I mean, something, I, I don't know. I mean, there should be some type of system where if you have a flight, you get a text message from the FAA, from the FAA in case of emergency. And I, I mean, I know there is anything like that, but it sure would be nice this morning because you can get that message saying, oh, that flight you had. Yeah, nothing is taking off. Nothing. Ugh. I mean, for the time being, I mean, hopefully in the next couple hours that that's going to change. But at least uh, until uh, 9 a.m. this morning, we, we first got the first alert shortly after 6 a.m. this morning. And it sounded like ah, it sounded like they got to fix this thing pretty soon. Well, not yet. The impacted system is responsible for uh, relaying crucial information to workers involved in flight operations. And that's a lot of people. The FAA says right now, this is what's causing the delay. It's performing vital validation checks and repopulating the system. Is that like, you know, when we have a, like a Windows update happening and <laughs> we get the, the, the blue circle of death happening here? 82%. And then you're just waiting and it's like you're held captive. I mean, did the FAA try and unplugging it and plugging it back in? It's Maybe worth a shot at this I, point. Give it a shot. I don't know. No firm estimate on exactly when everything will be back up and running. This is why a lot of people are speculating past 9 a.m., and that's not good. So if you are, and it affects, I mean, literally everybody, because it affects people if you're looking to pick somebody up at the airport this morning or this afternoon. Obviously, if you're on your way to the airport right now trying to get out of PBIA or Lauderdale or Miami, or you're just trying to get somewhere and you're listing on the app somewhere else in another part of the country, this is affecting everybody. It's a major, major story. His transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, nothing new from him. An hour ago now, he tweeted out that he's in touch with the FAA and they're going to update me and up to, I'll update you. He's There's no other information from him. I know. I just feel bad now for people who, you know, the, the uh, uh, interviews start coming out. You know, they find yeah. the people in the airports and the stringers. Oh, yeah, get to the airport. Start talking to people. So you get, get the, the uh, lay, lay of the land. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Speaking of this, speaking of that, right when you said that, the interview's coming out. You know that first guy we played for you from Orlando International yeah. Airport? You want to hear his story? Uh-oh. <clears throat> He's stuck there on his flight on Southwest. Oh, geez. Double whammy. Delayed again Oh, because of this system. His original flight, the report says, was part of the recent major cancellations on Southwest. No. This guy hit, hit the double whammy. Oh, what a shame. So he went through it once just on the local, I guess you could say, you know, uh, channels there with Southwest. Now everything's grounded. And there's going to be a lot of people like that. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. well, they, they canceled our flight. That was terrible over the holidays. But you know what? Like the first couple of weeks of January, we'll leave then. Everything will be okay. And then you're here with this. What a shame, man. And people, I mean, what do you do? You know, and that that's the Nothing. thing, you're too. Stuck. You're just there at the airport. And you have to wait for updates. You know, you, maybe you're, you're catching a flight. You, you had to get on today, whether it's, you know, business or family or some type of just anything, vacation. Right. And you just have to sit there and wait to hear what happens. Uh, 2,500 flights delayed. 1,400 have been canceled so far. The White House is saying that uh, President Biden has been briefed on the issue and not expecting a statement from him anytime. He's going to leave this up to the transportation officials, as of right now, anyway. You know, and I got to tell you, either option is disheartening. Now, obviously, you would uh, prefer that this is just an outage or some type of old system that needed updating that they ignored. Sure. And this is human error and it can get fixed. That's bad enough because this is something that could have been avoided. But then you're also thinking, well, what if it's... (laughs) Again, we have no idea if this is even true, but just to throw it out there with, you know, the hack, you have to ask the question. You have to. That's a fair question. I mean, I think so. Yeah, exactly. And again, there's no indication that's the case here, and you hope it's not. But when, when you realize, okay, maybe this isn't some type of larger scale hack, then the reality becomes, you mean to tell me it was just an old system that 
they didn't fix. Right, either way. And maybe and that led to a down. hack. It was, it was you know, an unsecure network. I don't know. We're not the only ones asking the question. Tom yeah. Costello, the aviation reporter from NBC this morning, was talking about it. He says he didn't I've have asked an the question whether there's any signs of, of a hack, and I so far don't have an answer to that. I'm not sure that yet they've been able to do the forensics analysis to be able to tell me that. He did go on to say, though, that it's a defunct system. This I didn't even I didn't uh. even hear that this was happening. Listen to this, though. This very same FAA system that we're talking about here. It had gone down on domestic air travel after uh, the control system went down in Florida just over a week ago. He was talking about that. One can presume, given two high-profile computer outages in the space of two weeks, Congress may have questions about the FAA's uh, computer systems and, and budgetary needs. So, so far, anyway, all we know about this system, which is something that people not in the industry would ask about too often is an old defunct system that needed updating and they right. didn't get it. Wow. Jeez. All right. We'll update you as we go on that. Nothing we'll yet. Though. All we're hearing is that uh, flights are grounded until 9 a.m. We'll update you as we go along. Karen will have that too in just a couple of minutes. Just in uh, distraction, ridiculous, fluffy news. Just take your mind off that for a second. <laughs> why was Ben Affleck working at a Dunkin' yesterday? <laughs> More importantly, why aren't we talking about J-Lo being at the very same Dunkin'? She was there too. That should be the headline. Hello. <laughs> It's a drive-thru at a Massachusetts Dunkin', town of Medford, by the way, Meffa. I live right right next to there. You say your old stomping grounds, huh? It was the weirdest thing. We had to pay property taxes to Winchester and Meffa. Which one was worse? 10% of our (laughs) Winchester, trust me. Uh, Medford's a working class town. Uh, 10% of our property was in Medford. Really? The weirdest thing ever. How about that? So like, was your bedroom in in, in in the backyard somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> That's where the Duncan was. He was there along with J Lo at that uh, Duncan. He was working. We can see the video. He was working right at the drive-thru. Pictures of him there in uniform serving customers on social media. Video posted also of uh, Affleck hugging J Lo. Apparently, it was part of a Super Bowl commercial or some kind of commercial. Oh, okay. Or people are speculating it was part of something, but there was a camera crew there and cops driving out. Here's the greatest thing I found from one of the videos, though. And this just is so perfect. Some entertainment outlet got there in time, heard about it, flew to Boston, and got there to to ask this Duncan guy in line about his his experience. This guy sums up Medford man perfect. Listen, <laughs> listen to the whole conversation. It's awesome. Yes. Paid everything for me for free. Awesome guy. No way. Yep. Where's J Lo? I'd like Ben better. Oh, you do. You ever think you'd see Ben Affleck at a? You never donuts. know. He's a he's a Boston guy. He goes everywhere. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, he's always photographed with yep. Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. That's what we do here. Yeah, you a lifelong Dunkin' drinker? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like uh, Ben Better. <laughs> it's a Dunkin' guy. I thought, you know somebody in that drive-thru line that, hey, all right, uh, give me a large Corella, uh, plain coffee, and you sucked as Batman. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. I love that. I don't know. I like Ben Better. <laughs> it's great. Good Lord. I, am, I love that. I am working on the video right now as we speak. Put the Ben Affleck at Dunkin' Donuts video on the blog because we need something nice and fluffy. On there, there it was. It, yes. It's either a, a promotional video, a commercial, or times are tough for Ben Affleck. Well, you know. He's got to support J-Lo somehow. DC Comics is, is in disarray right now. They don't know what to do with the movies. He's yeah. working on tips. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've got the update. Hopefully, anything we know about the FAA yeah, grounding really. flights until 9 a.m. We'll get uh, the update on that coming up next. That and uh, here's another silly story. Chinese scientists say Pepsi's trying to make you bald. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this one. We should, uh, we should, w- you're, you're, you're head full of hair around this. Yeah. You're not suffering from the male pattern yet. Mm, not yet. We got that and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
Thank you, Katya. She's been on a, a win streak recently, though. She's been exactly right about the weather for like two months. Nice job, Katya. Nice weather, too. Karen's got news coming up. She's right about that at 8.30. What do you got in there besides the FAA update? I know that's coming. Oh, yeah. That's crazy stuff. Um, yeah, well, we try to be right over here in the news department, but sometimes, you know, the ball keeps shifting around. You don't know what's going on, but this this situation out in California is horrible. Mm. Um, they've got terrible weather mudslides and flooding and Montecito is just uh, evacuated. They've got 14 dead, a boy missing. They only found his shoe. I saw that the Markles got evacuated too. Harry and Megan. He did. Yeah. Oh, well, he brought that up. Um, 10 million people watched 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper. It's a pretty good amount. That is a pretty good amount. It's their highest in a while. And then he has sold, uh, he being Harry, 400,000 books, the highest... Sale for nonfiction, they're saying ever. So it looks like the uh, press tour has worked in all these salacious stories he's been throwing out ahead of time. Well, no. You couldn't avoid them last week. Yeah, no. it's everywhere. You well, all of the, the the key things in the book have already been released, so you don't need to buy it anymore. <laughs> and usually, what happens with these books is people like Harry himself probably bought. The yeah, first, right. yeah. the first <laughs> half million. You're gonna see rivers in California. There's thousands of his books floating <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, coming from their mansion. That's how it works. They, yeah. Oh, he was on Stephen Colbert organic. last night. Oh, he didn't. He drink some vodka. Yeah, they were drinking together, yucking it up. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, according to Charles, they, if he wants to communicate with the royal family, he has to do it through their lawyers. Is that right? Yeah. Because it's wow. over. They're, what a mess. Th- Nothing is that worth that. Anything that they say will be used against him to monetize the Markles. Wow. So talk to my attorney. That's sad. That, that is, is sad. sad. Yeah. Jeez. That more coming up. All right. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate it very much. In the meantime, uh, all the networks, obviously, and we've been talking about this FAA shutdown, grounding flights till at least 9 a.m. It's the domino effect they're talking about now, and they're trying to calculate that. Here's NBC's aviation guy. You've got uh, all of these airplanes moving around throughout the day. I think it'll certainly be tomorrow um, at the earliest and potentially the day after before the system's back to 100%. That what? Was, that was the next question. Exactly right. Oh Even when they fixed the computer glitch, which has shut this thing down, details on that in just a second, you've got tens of thousands of people gathering at airports right now throughout the country. Oh, no. Delaying flights and stacking them up. This is kind of like... It's kind of like if you had a massive snowstorm shutting down flights, but yeah. the snowstorm covered every single inch of the country, that's what we have right now. Just as the day was starting. Exactly. I mean, honestly, this this might have happened at the worst possible time. I that mean, too. As it, right, as, right as it was like building. Yeah. I mean, right, literally right as the sun was rising and, and you know, the day is really getting going, this news broke around 6 a.m. And it's obviously picked up steam since then. This... Golly, man. They're talking 24 to 40 hours until it's completely back up. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean that, you know, flights won't be going for the next day or two. But still, you're going to have, you know, disruptions and things like that. Here's uh, more from NBC. The question is, get the data, get it up and running. Then uh, do a forensic look at Mm. what caused the failure and see what we can do to uh, ensure that it doesn't happen again. So if you just wake it up to this and, you know, God forbid, if you're heading to an airport somewhere, or you're trying to pick somebody up, or you got some kind of flight today. It's a computer glitch that's causing flights from across the U.S. to be delayed or canceled this morning. Uh, the White House has been briefed on this. This is directly from the FAA. We've got for the first, was it early in the six o'clock hour, we got the first notice that this was happening from the FAA. It's about an hour ago. They said flights delayed and impacted, uh, grounded 
until at least 9 a.m. That may be extended past this. It's 3,500 plus flights now that have been grounded. Oh, wow, really? And impacted by this. I still don't know. I'm still asking the question, and I don't know why this answer, this information is not there. What about flights landing? Yeah, they're just out there. Why is that information not available right now? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Are they, are they circling? I mean, eventually you have to land. I mean, if your fuel doesn't last forever, right, exactly. you just land at the nearest airport. Maybe that's a thing. That's got to be it. I mean, you probably just have to get, you know, diverted. You're on your way, you know, New York to L.A., and now all of a sudden you have to land in Topeka, you know? That Man. might be the case. Just ugly. <laughs> but, but we haven't heard. I assume that's it. There's no way you can keep on course, right? Oh, you can't forever. I mean, it's geez. right. I mean, you gotta. You probably have to land at the nearest airport. Right. Nothing yet. It's about an hour and a half old. The latest information from Sec- Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Remember him? I've been in touch with FAA this morning about the outage affecting key uh, systems, and they'll update me. I'll update you. Blah blah blah. He hasn't said anything past then. But they've updated uh, the White House. They're on it. Who the heck knows? But this is just build. <laughs> it's the problem. You can feel it building at airport now. Now all the major networks are going to like O'Hare, Kennedy, LaGuardia, yeah. Logan, LAX. It's just building. Yeah, and that's what. It's funny you say that. I just look over my shoulder, and Fox News has their cameras now at O'Hare. And oh, there it's it just is. An absolute mess. There are people everywhere, just oh, sitting. No one's doing anything. We'll what a shame. You, update you as we go throughout that. Speaking of a mess, well, isn't this interesting? Wow. Uh, this is a messy, messy situation for the White House, speaking of them and Joe Biden. So much so that with that more North American summit, he had to start talking about the classified documents found at the Biden Center. Said this yesterday. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully. Uh, the other update from CNN of all people. CNN has the story. Yeah. This isn't just a uh, an attack against them saying that part of the classified documents, nobody's doubting that, found at the Biden Center are U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials that cover topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom. That's from CNN. No, Speaking not- of Biden for a second, they just gave an update, a statement for the White House claiming that no cyber attack evidence has been found with the FAA shutdown. Yeah, that was interesting. They just came out, Biden, who you know, we're talking about there with uh, his classified documents that he had no idea anything yeah. about. And, you know, having to do with Ukraine just sitting in a building owned by China, you know, no big deal there. But he was just talking about saying that he wants a full probe done into the uh, the failure here from the, the this, this computer outage, the whole failure and but they're saying as of now no evidence of a cyber attack right. but you see that's the thing so i i feel better now because i kind of, i felt irresponsible even bringing it up with no proof or any indication of it but no it's a but you, you can ask a question we're just seeking information that yeah, makes I mean, sense you have to at least i think consider it and yeah. think and check into something like that this is a major deal we'll update you as we go but uh, nothing past the 9 a.m shutdown uh, at least till 9 a.m as of right now in the meantime having nothing to do with anything take this what you will there's a new study out of china from their researchers, and I don't know why they're picking on Pepsi, but they are, saying there's a link between Pepsi and male pattern baldness. What the heck is going on here? I don't know. <laughs> but it's because it's not just Pepsi. It's weird that they mention them, but all sugar-sweetened beverages. Soft drinks, juice, sports drinks, energy drinks, and sweetened coffee and tea. It said men who indulge in just one soda per day, 57% higher risk of experiencing male pattern hair loss compared to those that avoid them. I... I mean, maybe there's something to this. I mean, I know soda isn't, you know, prolonged drinking of soda isn't good for you. It's not good, I mean, obviously. I get that, but right. I, I, maybe there's something to it. I hate to say it. I know it sounds crazy. It sounds like a quirky study, but 
I don't know. Maybe they're onto something. From Chinese researchers. Take well, that for what it's yeah. worth. And just one to three sugary drinks per week saw a 21 increase, 21% increase. That's a lot. In risk of hair loss. It is, if it turns out to be true. Yeah. But again, the one major brand and the only major brand that they've mentioned in the study is this. <laughs> Pepsi Cola hits the spot. Yeah, the bald spot. <laughs> I love that. Was that an Al Jolson remix? Da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know. It's on YouTube. That's great. All right. An update. We hope some kind of information about the FAA shutdown, uh, what the White House is saying about it, what you could expect at major airports, all that and more, and a Mega Millions update, too, coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's not a good thing. I mean, you rely on a system, and if there is a system failure, somebody needs to get in there and start figuring out, you know, what the issue is. That poor guy. One of thousands, tens of thousands of people across the country. He happens to be in Orlando, stuck with his grounded FAA system. And apparently that guy, (laughs) he's on Southwest. And he was also delayed and canceled during Christmas. That's brutal, man. That's awful. So here's a little bit of an update uh, about the FAA situation. The flights are resuming at airports in Atlanta and Newark and New Jersey. So all flights are grounded now, according to the FAA, until at least 9 a.m., except at Newark. Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta, uh, and that's it. That's it, right? Those that's two? It. Oh, well, that's good at least. I wonder why those two, though. I have, at, that makes no sense to me. I feel it's just so random. I mean, are they running on a more updated system? I Weird. mean, no idea. Very, I don't know why it would ground the rest of the system for the whole country, but not them, but here we are. So huh. if you're just kind of keying into this right now, it's a computer glitch affecting the Notice to Air Missions System. That's the official name of it. That's the thing that went down. Uh, FAA cited congestion as the reason why flights were once again taking off from those airports. Congestion. So basically... <laughs> Lack of congestion then? So they had less flights? That's a very... They should just not have said that, I think. The glitch has led to thousands of delays, hundreds of cancellations for today. So far, 3,500-plus flights have been affected Oof. by something. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre tweeted, there is no evidence of a cyber attack at this point. Because we were all ask, asking sure. that question, right? Well, that's that's the uh, the good news. Now, you know, whether or not you want to choose to believe them is up to you. But at least, uh, you know, on face value, if you if you take that on face value, then that's good news on, on that end. But at the same time, it's also frustrating on the other end because this is happening either way. So whether it's a cyber attack, God forbid, or... It's just a complete failure on our end from the FAA and everybody who's supposed to maintain these things. That's also not good. (laughs) White House has been briefed. President's been briefed, uh, reiterating exactly what Kareem Jean-Pierre had said. But this is as he was arriving back in the States. I just spoke with Buttigieg. They don't know what the cause is. But I was on the phone about 10 minutes. I told him to report directly to me when I find out. I think that was actually from Air Force One. But yeah. the most important thing, say, the uh, the feds, the uh, administration, they're saying that there's no evidence whatsoever of a cyber attack. Okay. So there you go. So it sounds like just a complete, at this point, it sounds like it's just a complete and total failure on, on our end. So far. Wonderful. An old defunct <laughs> system once again. FlightAware, by the way, they, they're saying over 3,700 flights have been delayed and over 600 have been canceled. Goodness gracious. Things have gotten so crazy that we even tried to get our buddy Jay Ratliff on with us. Yeah, for Flight 850. Yeah, and he's even too busy this morning. He's booked up everywhere throughout the country talking to everybody. Too busy for us? Yeah, I know. Well. I know. Guess our Flight 850 segment has been grounded too, Jay. I'm just kidding. He always gives his time to us. But I can understand why people would want to talk to him because all of the uh, travel experts, the aviation experts, are, are... 
all being called into, yeah. into place here. Here's NBC's aviation expert, Captain John Cox. This is what he said. It's not as though it's an air traffic control radar computer or something like that. It's just a distribution system of information. If the- well, still important, though. And, uh, you know, if that goes down, we're seeing the effects of it right now. It will spill over into tomorrow. The system is resilient enough to hopefully within a couple of days be back to 100 percent. Now, that's he's talking about not just the computer software system. He's talking about the entire system of scheduling. Yeah. You're talking about people who may be delayed a couple of days. That stinks, man. Now, yeah, we're not talking about, you know, flights being grounded throughout the country for two days, but it is going to have an effect you know, that's that kind of ripple effect for the next couple of days where you hopefully you're not one of the unlucky ones that has a flight delay for the next two or three days because of this. Man, you hope anyway. What a what a mess, man. What a mess is right. This is another big story that happened yesterday. And by the way, we'll update you on the FAA story. But yesterday, the Pentagon dropped its COVID-19 vax mandate. Do we all understand how huge this is? You're talking about all of the military. There was rumors, there was rumblings, it was in the tea leaves they were going to drop it, but it became official on Tuesday. They dropped the shots requirement across all U.S. military, although the Defense Department says we'll still continue to promote and encourage COVID-19 vaccinations for all oh, service sure. members. Sure. Sure they will. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a huge deal. This is a game changer. Yeah, it is. When you, when you, you know, look at all the angles from this, not number one, just domestically, it might help in recruiting now. You know, recruiting numbers might go up because you might have had young people who were considering going in, but they didn't want to be beholden to take a vaccine that they weren't comfortable with for any reason. Right. And then number two, you're, you're talking about, you know, maybe trying to give people back pay who are fired. Boy, they that be- would be a nice step. They better approach that. Do you know what kind of lawsuits are going to come from this? Oh, my oh, God. Good Lord. Just do the right thing and get people back. Either just offer them jobs back or, uh, you know, end the suspensions or give them back pay. And also, how how can you, as a business, right, now that the military as a whole has, has, has gone away with their vaccine mandate, if there are still businesses out there or, you know, whatever, housing communes, whatever. Or schools. Yes, schools who are- Colleges. Who are, just say you can't come on campus without a vaccine. How can you now say that That's knowing insane. that the military isn't even requiring it anymore? So it's it's hopefully this has a huge trickle down effect to a lot of other businesses or, you know, like you said, universities, too. How can, you're right, though. How can you? Right. How can you look at this? The U.S. military doesn't even have a vax mandate anymore. And yet some small liberal arts school in a city does. Exactly. How can you do this? You can't. Wow, that's unbelievable. Even Australia has let up. Roger, um, Roger Djokovic, Novak Djokovic is in Australia for the Australian Open and uh, happening, I think, next week. That was, they were, they might have been the worst. They were. Remember last year he was arrested, he yeah, was put in, exactly. in holding, they, wow. they kicked him out of the country. It was crazy. <laughs> All right, well, something to look forward to. What's up, America? I'm John Crook. And tonight's Mega Billions jackpot is an estimated annuitized $1.1 billion. See what he did there? Mega Billions. That's his big joke. Oh, he was feeling it there. That's our guy. (laughs) Well, he's right. It was Uh, 1.1, but now an estimated $1.3 billion coming up for Friday night. A payout, cash payout of nearly $708 million. I'll take it. Nice. <laughs> Second largest jackpot in that game's history. The next rung, of course, is Friday night at 11 Eastern time. I don't know. I, it kind of goes up exponentially. Will it be? Maybe it'll be one and a half billion. It might. I mean, look, at this point, you know, the more press it gets, the more right. and more people go buy it. Maybe you know you're stuck in an airport. Can you buy lottos in a in a uh, airport? 
<laughs> do, they, do, they, do they have a lot of machines there? No, they're going to be bored playing dice games in the corner. <laughs> so we'll update you on uh, We'll get more information about what the airports are starting to look like, hopefully locally, too, because of the flight uh, FAA shutdowns. Still saying flights grounded except in Newark and Atlanta for some reason until 9 a.m. We'll update you on that, everything we know, and some other stuff, too. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. More news on the way. Karen's going to bring that to us at 7 o'clock, working on that now. So what's in it? It's a little confusing. You know, the top stories are confusing me. Um, Why? Once again. Well, because you've got Joe Biden saying he didn't know that these top secret classified documents were in his old office. And Democrats are saying, no, this is not a national security issue. (laughs) But when you had the documents at Mar-a-Lago, it was a national security issue. And for some reason... That prompted a raid, and this didn't. Trump was working with the National Archives at the time. This was found sitting there for six years. Yeah, and they fa- and they found it before the election, but we haven't heard about it till now. Of course. And then course. the other thing that confuses me, this whole breakdown of the FAA computer system that like warns pilots of dangers. Um, was it a hack? Well, the, Tom Costello with NBC says, we don't know. I've asked the question whether there's any signs of, of a hack, and I so far don't have an answer to that. And then Biden comes out and says, no, it wasn't a hack, but we don't know what caused the thing to go down. Right. But they're all, everybody seems to be confirming now it was not any kind of a cyber attack. So doesn't that tell you it was just an old defunct computer system? Well, I don't know. Are they running this thing on DOS? (laughs) Really? If you don't know what caused it, how do you know it wasn't a hack? I guess they just try to rule something out. You know, if they can look at different signs of someone trying to get into the system remotely. Maybe it's like smoking and sparking. and. (laughs) I think they're running this off of floppy disks right. on a Commodore 64. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Close the cargo bay doors. How? Oh oh, print out the God. message on the dot matrix printer. Let's yeah. see what it says. <laughs> no, they're calling pilots like in the air on the telephone to warn them of see, birds. I'm waiting to hear confirmation on that. I want to hear what happened to the flights already in the air. Uh, that's, I'm waiting for any information. Why isn't anybody talking about the delays of landing? That's what I want to know. That's that. a, to me. As inconvenient as it is to be stuck at an airport right now, to me, that's the most important information, right? Sure. Biden's yeah. in Mexico. Is he going to be able to fly home? Yeah, good point. But you've got the flights in Atlanta and in New Jersey. They're allowing them because those are major hubs and it's all backed up in a mess. So those flights hmm. are in the air. So they're just kind of, no pun intended, just kind of uh, winging it then, hoping that, <laughs> no pun intended, hoping for well, you just the best. Flight I mean, 850. You just yeah, did. I did. I'm sorry. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate it very much. We're all, don't be confused. We're all trying to sort through this stuff. That's why we're here. Your news coming up at uh, 9 o'clock, top of the hour. News Talk 850 WFTL, the South Florida Morning Show. Well, we've got uh, super listener Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. She must be in the aviation industry or is just a very smart person. She chimed in on uh, a Facebook message. Oh, wow. Those are rare. That's another way to reach us. I like that. You could use the app or the text line, but a Facebook message. Cheryl says, I'll bet Atlanta and Newark airports being open probably because of major international travel. They could divert international travel to those outlets. Makes a lot of sense. That's yes. as, as good a theory as anybody has right now, Cheryl. Good job. I like it. And that's what I'm thinking, too, about you know the existing flights that were in the air. While this all broke and while this is all going on, they're trying to plug in different cords and figure out what caused this mess. <laughs> They're probably, I'm telling you, it's, it's like a switchboard. They're probably, again, this is not confirmed. I'm just speculating, but you would think they're they're diverting flights to land at the nearest airport. 
I mean, what else are you supposed to do if you're flying? I know you're not flying blind. You still, it's not like, you know, air traffic control went down, but this is a system that's supposed to tell you of hazards or, you know, different messages. Of course. Which is why they grounded all flights, because it's, it's a safety issue. So if it's a big safety issue, you would think that you're going to be diverted to the nearest airport to land, which causes a whole other set of issues, because then you have people who never got to their destination, and they don't know when they're going to be able to get there. I don't know what it looks like <laughs> normally. I'm just looking at, you know, flightaware.com. They do a really good job with the aviation information and all this stuff. There's a ton of there's a ton of planes in the sky right now. Really? A lot. Still? Yeah. Wow. So, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I, I, I'm with you. It seems to be the most relevant information to me right now is planes trying to land. And I've heard nothing. Of, why are they updating people on that? You I know mean, how many people are in the country right now waiting on to pick up people at an airport? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got someone, family coming into, let's say, you know, just locally coming into uh, PBI. They're yeah. supposed to land at 9 a.m. What's going on? Right. <laughs> is that still going to happen? We don't know. Uh, the, the ripple effect from this thing, this is, again, uh, NBC's aviation expert. He was on the Today Show this morning, John Cox. He said, what's well, going to take a while to unravel from this whole You've thing? You've got uh, all of these airplanes moving around throughout the day. I think it'll certainly be tomorrow um, at the earliest and potentially the day after before the system's back to 100%. By system, I'm sure he means not just the computer system, just the whole system of landing and, and taking, uh, making sure flights can take off. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, I think so. It's going to take a while to get everything back in order. Not that you know things are going to be grounded for two days. That would be a, just a complete disaster when it comes to that. But just you know, with, with things going back to a normal flow, it's hard enough as it is. Without the stuff happening. We're under eight minutes away from the 9 a.m. cutoff yeah. they put as far as the, when the system is supposed to be up online. We haven't heard any updates yet, so I, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if the FAA shut it down past 9 a.m. I think they're going to. I hope they don't. I hope we hear in about five minutes that it's you know back up and running and flights can resume. That would be nice, but uh, <laughs> it's not looking good right now. It's got to be like the movie Airplane. The Johnny, Johnny unplugged it. Oh, <laughs> come on. Well, at least it was an easy fix. Listen, everybody. Pete Buttigieg is going to get up there. He goes, That's right. okay, look, we plugged the system back in. Everything's cool. And, that, and Pete, Pete Buttigieg saves the day. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, by the way, let's see if there's any updates from, from Mayor Pete, the transportation secretary. Uh, no. No. Same tweet from an hour ago. I've been in touch uh, with the FAA this morning about an outage affecting a key system, blah, blah, blah. That was a, that was over an hour ago. Nothing nothing else from him. I mean, and I'm sure he is on the phone with everybody, but I don't know. It just wouldn't want to be. They, they keep on showing. Now they have all the uh, cameras. The, the network shows have the cameras at major airports throughout the country. It's a, it's a mess. And now they're saying, because, you know, people, this is prime time. You know, in the morning, oh. things are starting to fill up in the airports, The you know, the big airports around the country. So now... Naturally, the flight delay numbers are going to go up because we said about 3,000, over 3,000, close to 3,500. Now they're seeing over 4,000 flights are in delay. Ugh. And you know what's like? If you've ever gotten to an airport early, you got a pretty early flight or that's delayed and you're sitting there, you can watch the volume of people coming in for morning flights build. Right, That's right. what's happening right now. Oh. At like, you know, just take Chicago O'Hare Airport for an example. That's what's happening right now. People just stuck. I mean, imagine how full, you know, a portion of an airport is when, say, like with, with Southwest, right, when people are just stuck there, Ugh. but none of the airlines are moving. No. <laughs> You're just going to have full airports of people just waiting. All right. So by the time we come back on top of the hour, uh, that'll be the that'll be the, the nine o'clock deadline they gave us to get this FAA system, you know, fixed. Um, well, here's the breaking news. FAA lifts ground stop after system outage. 
Okay, so they are. It looks like they're going to do the nine looks o'clock. Like they, then. Looks like they will. That just came across the wire and the networks. They lifted the ground stop, which means grounding planes after the system outage. So apparently there will be some good news, and they're going to try to unravel from that. I guess. Wow. Well, that never, would be never nice. quite seen anything like this. No, I mean just you know three hours of planes grounded. Well, hopefully we got some good, good system new- outage. <laughs> never seen it before. Never. Hopefully good news coming up next uh, to start off the mysterious nine o'clock hour on that and some other stuff too. And your Mega Millions update all next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk eight fifty WFTL. We got on the plane, uh, everyone put their luggage on, sat down, went through the usual process, pulled away from the gate, went out onto the tarmac, they made an announcement that there's something going on with the FAA, some kind of glitch, and they brought us back to the gate, and we're just sitting around waiting now. That guy's name is Alonzo. He's been stuck at the Philadelphia airport. We got some good news about the uh, FAA grounding here in just a second, but I didn't even think about that. People that were on the tarmac, I hope to... Sounds like they let him go back into the building and back through the gate again. I hope there weren't people stuck in planes. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's true. That stinks, man. I didn't, th- I didn't think of that either. Imagine you're about to to take off. And you're like, all right, here we go. Here we go. We're about to take off. And then we turn around. Why are we turning around? What's happening? I almost made it out. Oh, my gosh. FlightAware says more than 4,000 flights have been delayed in the U.S. so far today. Over 700 canceled. The notice-to-air mission system was responsible for... Uh, relaying crucial information, and that's the system that went down. But the good news is, let's talk about something good here. The latest update from the FAA and their Twitter account. Normal air traffic operations are resuming gradually, and I guess gradually is the key word here, across the U.S. following an overnight outage to the notice-to-air mission system that provides safety info to flight crews. The ground stop has been lifted. We continue to look for the cause of the initial problem. The other update, uh, again, and they came out with two of these from the White House this morning, saying there is no evidence. We want to assure everybody no evidence of a cyber attack. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, that, I mean, if you want to take it on face value, then, you know, that's what they're saying. But they also have to say that. Yes. So you may not believe that. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you to believe that. It's, you know, that's fine. But at least I hope that's the case. You don't want that to be a cyber attack. It's bad enough that it would just be a complete failure on our part that, you know, this is a system that they failed to update or maybe somebody knew about it and just ignored it or kept pushing it off. But if it was a cyber attack, that's a whole different story. FlightAware, which is a website that does a great job for, you know, tracking delays and all this other stuff, they have a section on their website called the Misery Map. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you right now, the misery map is full. Yeah. So regardless, I think it's going to take a long time to kind of unravel from this entire thing. It's a lot of misery, but at least at least now, you know, uh, flights are no longer grounded nationwide from the FAA. I will say this, though. There is word from Delta that they are grounding their flights until 10 a.m. Eastern time. So. It has something to do with like the different systems that I guess they run on, and they want to be sure that everything's going to work out all right. So, if you're flying Delta and you're thinking, okay, finally, you know, they yeah, or you know somebody's exactly. flying Delta, you're waiting for a Delta flight, you're thinking, okay, good, you know, everything's good to go now. Flights resuming. Well, for Delta, it's going to be an extra hour. Just, just know that it's going to take a long time. They had said even even the result of this by canceling and uh, grounding so many flights from one morning, so from like six a.m. to nine a.m is going to cause massive delays throughout the day. So just keep that in mind as you got, you know, travel plans today. Any of South Florida's three airports 
or you're picking somebody up, or you know, you're listening on the app and you're in another part of the country. That's the deal. That's what's happening right now. What a mess this morning, man! And this is going to take a while for this uh, congestion to clear up. So, top of the hour news break. Somebody told somebody we work with, who's very who's smarter than we are, told me something amazing about this name. No, we, we had never heard of it before. We're not in the industry. This notice to airmen system, that w- that's the system that had the glitch that went down that's supposed to update flight personnel about important information, right? Um, it's called notice to air missions. It okay. used to be called notice to airmen. Oh, really? They changed it? In December of last year, they changed the name because of diversity. Well... This doesn't have anything to do with the delay or the flight or all this stuff. I'm just fascinated by this little side nugget that came out today. <laughs> just one of those random diversity things. Because, I mean, and it does have a serious effect, though. Notice to air missions system. We all looked at that and said, well, that well, that's weird. That sounds like really serious and ominous, right? Well, yeah. notice to airmen that's made more sense before. Yes. So in the name of diversity, they changed the name to something more confusing. <laughs> so that when we're talking about it this morning, it was just you know another weird thing to try to get, another hurdle to get over. Oh my gosh. I'm fascinated by that. <laughs> I wonder it's, how many other like diverse things yeah. had happened throughout government. Maybe they you know, never heard of until things like this. That's it. Names changed that we never knew. And there's, you know, there's speculation out there as far as the cyber attack is concerned. So Karen's writing me messages, you know, if, if the FAA, if it was a cyber attack, people are saying, well, the FAA would never admit it anyway. Listen to this. So when it happened, it was a 176-page rule from the FAA. The name change complied with the federal women's program suggestions. Oh, no. As the term notice to air missions is inclusive to all aviators oh. and missions. Oh, my gosh. Are you really that offended as a female pilot if they say notice to airmen? Imagine, oh, here's that, uh, I'm getting a notice on the notice to airmen system, that sexist system again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure almost no one cared. No. You're flying a plane. The least of your concerns is the name of the system that you're getting your notices <laughs> from. Oh, my gosh. These people make me crazy. Hey, your female aviator. Uh, notice to airmen. Notice to airmen. Oh, that's it. I refuse to land. <laughs> they misgendered me. You mean air woman? <laughs> Jeez. Notice how they, they, they had to cert. They probably spent $10,000 looking for another M word so they didn't have to change the acronym. <laughs> it's true. They had to think, think together. Uh, notice to air M&Ms. No, 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 no. Notice to air moms. No, no. Mummies. No, I got it. Missions. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Successful media, everybody. And that took them three weeks to think of. Preposterous. <laughs> All right. In uh, in different fluff kind of news, if you didn't play Mega Millions last night, you're the real winner. Now, no matches all six numbers Fridays, jackpot could be more than $1.3 billion. Good luck in Play On America. There it is. The last little trumpet yeah. stinger in there. One point three. Billion is the minimum for Friday night. Probably, my guess is one and a half. One and a half billion. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be pretty darn close because they're oh, saying, yeah. yeah, like, you know, one, 1.35 billion. <laughs> if, if not 1.5, it would it'll at least be 1.4 by the time this thing draws on Friday. It's so funny, man. I, Friday the 13th. A, a billion and a half dollar jackpot is going to draw That's someone. Right. And I, you know what? I'm going to make the call now. Someone wins on Friday. Yeah, I think yeah, it would be perfect. Yes. I was the Friday of the 13th lottery winner. Exactly. It's just too good. And then that person turns out to be a mass murderer. Oh, no. And the headline will be, 
the mass murder suspect Friday the 13th Mega Millions winner. They make a new movie out of it. It's a franchise <laughs> for the next 15 years. Exactly right. Oh, gosh. That would be the story, though. I think yeah. you're right. I think that's exactly what it is. It'll be, that'll, there'll be a winner. Friday the 13th. It's, yeah. too, it's too perfect. It lines up. It's right on the nose. Yep. Exactly right. Now, here is something. Now, even though there was no major winner. By the way, there's like, I don't know. Last time, there were like 10 tickets throughout the country that had million-dollar winners. So don't throw out your ticket quite yet. So hold on to that thing. We've got another winner, and I'm convinced that Jen would absolutely hate this person. You know how Jen hates lottery winners? Oh, she's notorious for it. She, Jen's notorious for three things. Loving Christmas movies on Hallmark, loving Ohio State, and hating lottery winners. Exactly right. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> there is a winner. Uh, this isn't the Mega Millions. Not even close. It's a completely different game. But this person won a, a, a lottery jackpot. And the name of the town was literally Luck. No. Luck. Come on. Now, that's not reason enough to hate somebody, but Jen doesn't care. <laughs> she will just, that, that's enough to get her to hate somebody that just won the lottery. That's true. Just because they're, they're in a town called Luck. But okay. that's what it is. What state is this in? Do we know? I think it's Luck, Indiana. Luck, Luck winner. I had the story here a second ago. I can't. I, I just lost the thing, but I, I hate had when it. that happens. I think I think it's Luck, Indiana, a Luck Lottery winner. I'll go it's with like that. Fi- it's like fifteen million. It was a lot of money. Really? Yeah, absolutely right. So you're telling me I, I think I might hate this person. I need to. I know. See, it actually, <laughs> the more you think about it, actually, I'm yes. kind of like, yeah, I kind of hate them too. Ten million dollars. I want thinking... to found exactly where it is. Hold on a second. Okay. I have this here. I was thinking maybe somebody won like you know a five thousand dollars scratch off, which is fine. I, I have no complaints on a five thousand dollars scratch off. But you're telling me somebody won a ten million dollar lottery. They live in Luck, Indiana. Yep. This is this is like winning the Mega Millions on Friday the thirteenth. Absolutely. The story is too good. Right. <laughs> Where the heck is this thing? Though? Oh no! Hold on a second. I'm trying to find it. I know You're right, though. Jen would have hated I'm like them. buying time here. No, it's I mean. all good. Because it reminds me of the story that Jen, the one she hates the most. Yeah. And I'm not sure I can ever bring it up to her again because when she comes back, yeah, I wouldn't. You know, you got the healing heart going on. No, we're still in recovery process. Yes. Don't bring up that story. I can't bring up the story about the woman who lost it and her sister found it on the truck seven months later. <laughs> <laughs> that that one gets her incensed every single time. Oh my gosh. These lottery winners and their their lucky stories. Why can't I have a lucky a, a lucky a lucky lottery winner story? Well, it might be Friday, and then she'll Maybe. hate you. All right, good. <laughs> and that damn Diener used to work with us. That's right. He did those damn football picks all the time. Damn him. <laughs> well, they had some uh, Dunkin' Donuts visitors in Medford, Massachusetts, that were lucky yesterday. I know the story. Yeah, I get it. Ben Affleck was there working the window. Blah blah blah. It was for a commercial promo. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. The story is the one that no one's telling you about. J Lo was there too. You see, that's me. That that's just burying the lead when we don't mention J Lo first. I don't know why he was. Everybody is saying he's a pretty cool guy, though. We'll hear from some of the customers as well. He was paying for people. You know, he was cool. Oh. But he got out of the window thing, and he actually was hanging out with people. Oh, that's nice. Which is pretty, you know. All right. It's pretty good. He's a Duncan guy. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that. The uh, What they're expecting as far as how long it's going to take to kind of unravel all these uh, delayed flights because of the FAA shutdown today. The good news is the ground lift has been lifted. I mean, the grounding has been lifted, so they're going to hit the air again. That's a good thing. But now they got to start the real work is getting to the bottom of what caused this glitch from this antiquated system. And everybody is saying so far, it's an old system. Yeah, and that's... Cyber attack or not, this thing needed to be replaced anyway. Yeah, well, that that's the thing, too. You can believe what you want, but 
This is an old system. <laughs> was it a case of somebody unplugging it and saying, we'll get that funding now? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, all that stuff. We'll go over it next. The Self Loader Morning Show, keep it here. And the 850 Facebook page and the 850 app. All that good stuff. That's where you can find all of our things. Now, the app is perfect because it's just like an even better and more mobile version of the website, 850WFTL.com. Morning show blogs on there, all the podcasts. Listen live, all the news stories you need, all that stuff. It's all right there. Get the app. Yeah, it's fantastic. I think most people are listening on the app right now. We hear from a lot of people from out of town and out of states as well and chiming in there. You know, should we try to consolidate how people reach out to us? We got a couple of messages on the on the on the Facebook Messenger today, but usually it's the text line, and then people found the messenger through the app. Yes, or just keep them all open. I don't care. I mean, why not? Right? Yeah, just keep them all. I think so. All right. Yeah, because I, I hate to switch it up on people because I'm like that. If I'm used to something, I hate when somebody switches it on me. <laughs> they shut it down. So, on yeah, you. that's right. <laughs> so if someone's used to getting to us through the app or Facebook or whatever it is, maybe even through the old-fashioned email website. Email? Oh, yeah. We still get those oh trickling God. through. Oh, God. What are you, the postman? <laughs> <laughs> so whatever works. However you want to contact us, we'll find it some way. That's exactly right. Even though we do have the text line. But it's all good. Whatever works for you. All right. Flight's resuming. You heard this. That's the good news, finally. They were right. They called it at 9 o'clock, and just it was about t- five minutes before 9 they lifted the grounding at airports across the country. That computer glitch affected uh, notice-to-air missions systems. In the tweet, the FAA said the ground stop is no longer in effect. The cause of what happened is under investigation. I don't know how long that investigation is going to take, but they better hmm. get to the bottom of it. It's, uh, it's Now's getting... the time to find out. I do wonder this, though. Mm. Okay, Now that flights are back up, or going back up in the air anyway, things are starting to unclog, as it were. I will throw out the conspiracy theory. Okay. Now's the time for it. Here we go. <laughs> as the investigations begin, mm. God forbid, let's say this was a cyber attack. Now, I'm with you. Signs are pointing to that this is an old antiquated system that they didn't update in time and it failed. Something that needed to be updated and they weren't doing it. They were kicking the can down the road and they ended up paying for it. Yeah, but it also means it was vulnerable, most likely, if it's old. That too. So that said, let's just say that ends up being the case. Fine. You know, it's our own fault. That's bad enough. But if it was a cyber attack. Would we ever even find out? No. We wouldn't, right? And I'll, t- I'll add this to it. I don't think we should, to okay. be honest with you. there's It's kind of like the old... Do you remember Geraldo got in trouble? That idiot revealed troop movements in the, oh, Iraq, yeah. in the Iraq war? Yeah. There's a stuff we don't need to know in the name of security. I mean, honest to God. I don't need to know if the thing was hacked in. I just want them to fix it. So just, if it ends up being a cyber attack, they're going to have a... Let's say it ends up being a cover story, right? Oh, it was you know it was an old system; it needs to be restored, right? But it was really a cyber attack. It stays secret, and mm-hmm. we just respond to it in secret mm-hmm. from whoever, yeah, China. You know why? Russia. Because I don't want somebody encouraged by that. Do you remember? Uh, oh boy, I think two years ago. Now, I think it was pre-pandemic. Actually, we had municipalities. I think Riviera Beach was affected by one. We yes, had certain towns, municipalities, right. their finance and cyber systems were attacked by foreign hackers. That's right. And they were paying ransoms. In Bitcoin. In Bitcoin. That's yes. right. It was in, it yes. was in cyber. It was in uh, crypto. I remember that. Once that started to happen, you heard more and more of those stories because the hackers realized it worked. And yeah. they worked and, and they were paying the ransom. So in that case, don't reveal it too because then you encourage more and new exactly. attacks. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you mean the U.S. air system is vulnerable? Oh, we're going to go after them. And what else is vulnerable? What else could we look yeah. at? What else is antiquated? It's government system. 
Jeez. So I don't want to know about it because I don't want to encourage it. Well, I have listened. And by the way, along those lines, I am sure there have been things that have been hacked that we never even heard about. Oh, yeah, of I course. I'm positive right. about it. Hopefully this wasn't one of them. No. I mean, it's bad enough that it happened as it is. Right. So Exactly. Fix it. Figure it out. Move on. That's 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 what needs to be done. Move on to things like that and fix it instead of worrying about our gas ovens. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you know, that's such a great point. You know, this story that comes out, doesn't it seem so silly right now that they would even focus on something like this when right. a major system failure took place this morning Put that grounded pers- all flights? Put it in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> but, but go after gas stoves. Good job, guys. Yesterday, uh, probably in the morning, it actually happened two days ago, but yesterday morning people were really becoming aware of the gas stove proposal ban from from the feds. It was coming from a, a client perspective. For, but for now, in almost real time, you can see the propaganda at work. Magically, linked to the banning of gas stoves proposal is now all of a sudden the health report. Isn't this amazing? There was so much pushback yesterday. Now, amazingly, there's a report from the Consumer Product Safety Commission saying there are worries yes. about dangerous indoor air pollutants that these gas stoves admit. Now, see, and there's a concern about the link to childhood <laughs> asthma. Listen to those words. Listen to that. Worries. Dangers, <laughs> concerns. They throw in all these little words that will subconsciously stick in your mind. And they know the fragility of people's <laughs> minds right now coming out of the pandemic. You have some people who are just now beginning to feel comfortable enough to take off the mask while they're in their car by themselves. Right. These people, their minds are broken. They're fragile. Then all of a sudden you start to hear words like concern, worry, dangers, childhood asthma, and you freak out. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's happening again. Get rid of the gas stoves. It's the next crisis. Oh, gosh. That they try to create. They, they, You're going to tell me this is this much of a concern all of a sudden? That it, and it, Is there a link to childhood asthma? Is that bad? Absolutely it is. But you're talking about... I just saw a number. 69% of households in the state of New Jersey use gas power. Wow, is that right? So what are you going to do? You're all of a sudden going to restrict to what they can do or make them change over? You know how much that is? How about the Restaurant Association? How about small restaurants? Uh, Yeah, exactly. They're not cooking an electric, unless you're talking about a tiny diner, by the way, or a fast food chain. This is gas. That's what the professional chefs use. You want to change them? No, I don't think so. And, and there's an industry, too, that just suffered through the pandemic where you sh- tried to kill them off. Yeah, that's right. What a joke. And that's the thing, man. I, that's, it's so distressing when you hear reports like that because they use words like that on purpose of to freak people do. out. Of course they do. Pollutants. Oh, yes, the pollutants. I forgot about that one. Danger. <laughs> so they, they, want to, uh, may, they may establish standards for those emissions or ban them altogether. Good luck. Good luck banning gas stoves from for people, for consumers and businesses. Good luck to you. I Try think, it. I, I think this is one of those things that they floated out there to kind of gauge the response. I think this is going to die off. They I got do. pushed back yesterday, yeah. and now that they're saying, now that they link the asthma thing to it, oh, good luck on this one. I right. Don't th- I don't think so. No, that's... <laughs> How silly. It's almost like they were they were trying one more thing. Well, we forgot to tell you. I, I know you think it sounds silly, but we forgot to tell you that uh, it's causing asthma. Let's let's throw that one out there, too. And see, there's actually a lobby for the Restaurant Association, so they'll push back against it. So they'll say, oh, well, not you guys, um, just, just homeowners. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so um, choke out the American public once again. 
And you see, you know what I could see them doing, which which would just be despicable of them, so I hope I'm wrong. Raising insurance rates if you have a gas stove. A gas stove tax on, on your home insurance. Listen, or... Health, I wouldn't put it against or, or you know, uh, buy them to do something like that. How about health insurance? It doesn't take an insurance company much to hear fr- something from the Consumer Product Safety Commission to all of a sudden put, you know, the check, box, check marks you have to yeah. do when you're applying for insurance? Do you have any smokers in the home? Right, no. Right. How many kids? Three. Uh, do you have a gas stove? Yes. Oh! Oh! Twenty percent increase. We're so sorry. Go to this category now. Done. If A, then B, cost you more money. It didn't. You gonna put it past insurance companies to do that? No. Absolutely not. No. By the way, there's a picture floating around of Jill Biden cooking on her own gas stove in their home. Oh, won't affect them. No, no, no. no They'll won't be affect okay. Them. So here we have. So they want you to get rid of your gas stove to cure the childhood asthma. This on top of the day where they wanted to recommend. Surgery and pharmaceuticals for childhood obesity. That's right. So don't cook them. Don't cook them food. Just give them drugs and uh, schedule them for surgery. That's it. There you go. New recommendations. Yeah. All these people, man. I swear the stuff that they try to pull. I uh, had a little. Uh, here's a not for nothing fluffy story. Ben oh, Affleck, the actor, all of a sudden went to a dr- uh, drive-through at Dunkin' Donuts yesterday. Some kind of promotion, some kind of commercial. I think the speculation is it's going to be a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, okay. But he literally was working the drive-thru. That's funny. Like taking orders, went outside, hugged people, talked to people, hung out. He was paying for orders for everybody that went through. There was a cop there that had to direct traffic. Here's the... Talk about burying the lead. J-Lo was there, too. J-Lo? Right at the Duncan. (laughs) She was there? Yeah. It was in Medford, Mass. I know that town, Meffa, because part of my (laughs) house, I grew up in that town. Right there. Look at that. Your old stomping ground. Church I went to. St. Rayfield's was in Medford. Wow, look at that. Terrible church. Oh, no, really? It had to be the poorest church in the whole oh. diocese. I don't know why they got no money. Oh, no, this is rotted wood? It, what no, happened? it was really old looking, and all the other churches around it were great. Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> so, the, so some entertainment uh, outlet, I don't even know who it is, got word that Ben Affleck was going to be there, and they had their cameras there. It's a TMZ-type kind of thing, and they had a reporter there talking to people in line. Listen to this guy. Perfect Duncan suburban Boston customer. Paid everything for me for free. Awesome guy. No way. Yep. Where's J Lo? I'd like Ben better. <laughs> oh, you do? You ever think you'd see Ben Affleck at a Dunkin' Donuts? You never Donuts? know. He's a, he's a Boston guy. He goes everywhere. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, he's always photographed with yep. Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. That's what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> you a lifelong Dunkin' drinker? Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I told him, though, he sucked his Batman. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's fun, though. Anyway. All right. We got uh, more on the uh, the better news from the FAA coming up next. A Mega Millions update and some other stuff. It's next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The question is, get the data. Get it up and running. Then uh, do a forensic look at what caused the failure and see what we can do to uh, ensure that it doesn't happen again. That's NBC's aviation expert talking about this. The first part of what he said is done. They got it up and running again. The FAA system, that uh, the glitch that shut down flights for about three hours today. But the second part, it's only just begun. And how long is that going to take? And how much are they going to really look into it? Or is it going to be another government move where it's like, well, you got, you know, you put some you know, duct tape on that thing. It's running. We don't need to worry right. about it. Nah. No, it's, it's a great point because now that the actual... You know, crisis yeah. is over. Yeah, where they had to ground everything, and now things are starting to move again a little bit. Now the real fun begins, which is 
what happened? Which How do they, we make sure it doesn't happen again? They should have looked into this years ago. Every mm-hmm. look at the very the White House, uh, the FAA, they're all denying any kind of a cyber attack, and that's good whether or not it's true. But no one is denying the fact that this thing is antiquated, and they've been told for years it needs to be replaced, the system that, that got shut down. And the second big question is now in the more immediate future from today on, how long is this going to take to unfurl all these flights? Because it was a massive amount. I mean, they're talking about, what did FlightAware say? I think it was 4,000 yep. delayed flights, but it was I think it was over 700 cancel flights, right? Yeah, that's right. It's it's a complete and total mess. It's not See, and that's the thing about this. It's not like this is just going to magically get better now that the FAA has, has lifted, you know, grounding all planes. All right, you can take off again, and they all just take off at once. No. no. Now you have to, I mean, you probably just heard the clip there on the ABC report interviewing the woman in Charlotte. Her plane oh, can take rough. off. But they don't know where her bags are. Oh. I mean, there's so many issues now, the domino effect that comes from this, where your your flight is going to have to catch up with the rest of the schedule. You still might be waiting four, five, six hours now. That same guy, John uh, Cox from NBC, he had said, he's when he refers to the system, he's talking about like the whole thing. Yes, the, the FAA system, but the scheduling system now, because now it's on the backs of these airline employees. Wouldn't want to be them. they got to reschedule people. You've got uh, all of these airplanes moving around throughout the day. I think it'll certainly be tomorrow um, at the earliest and potentially the day after before the system's back to 100%. By system, he means the whole thing, like the whole flight system, the scheduling system of all airlines and all airports online. But let's take the good news. And I'm sure, I bet you it was heroic work this morning. From the FAA IT guys. I'd just like to be one of them this morning, getting yeah, this really. thing back online. They probably did the work of a lifetime to get this thing going in three. As bad as it looked, to get it up in three hours, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's true. You make that make that happen. Get all the you know the, the miracle workers in there to to get this thing going. My gosh, what a what a mess. And that's see, and that's the part that bothers me is stuff like this, if it is on our end, was probably completely avoidable. And I now know, here right. you are. You didn't, you didn't fix it when it probably should have been fixed. Maybe this is a false accusation. If it is, I apologize. But I have a feeling this is what the case is, which is something that should have been fixed and could have been fixed before this ever happened. Right. And now you had three hours of grounded flights, and you have a mess, an absolute mess to unravel. Top troubles. I don't know why this would turn out to be. Apparently, the worst airports, they can look at it now with the numbers, the worst trouble spots around the country, if you're looking to travel there today. Charlotte. Mm. Reagan National in D.C. and Chicago O'Hare, which seems to be a trouble <laughs> spot. That's like the hub of the country. Yeah, I mean, that's that. just a random Tuesday. He might have trouble in, in O'Hare. I don't know why those are the worst, but here we are. That's exactly what we're going through now. Man. Yeah, Charlotte's always, you know what, it's like it's like uh, Atlanta. Charlotte is always one of those layover spots. Yeah, exactly. So, well, hopefully, hopefully things can... Start to get smoother as the day goes on, but it's going to be a rocky road today trying to to get this all straightened out. Going to be a little bit. Going to be a little bit. In the yeah. meantime, in the news, this kind of got knocked off the headline, which uh, is only going to come back today because I think it really is that big of a story. When you've got people like CNN reporting this, and this is, let me just read it so that nobody thinks that we're making this up. CNN's Caitlin Collins, one of their main Washington reporters, among the classified documents from Biden's time as VP discovered in a private office last fall are U.S. intelligence memos and briefing materials that covered topics including Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom, CNN is told. Well, that's an interesting. See, now, Iran and United Kingdom, 
Okay, I understand those. But that first one you mentioned is is quite intriguing, isn't it, Bill? So Joe Biden's time dealing with Ukraine, which hmm. we know about for sure. There's another question we shouldn't gloss over here. Who is the leak to CNN telling them this if the administration is saying we don't know what was in it? That's also a great question. Who's the leak? I mean, is CNN making this up? I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. It's like they, they haven't done it before. but Yeah, but they do that against Trump. Exactly. So why would you be making this up against Biden if it's... How do you find this out? They're classified documents. Who's leaking this stuff? Who saw it? Don't know. And that, <laughs> I love this. Boy, you know they're in trouble. First of all, that no one is even denying that anymore. They're not trying to spin away from the fact that they were classified. Right. It is a foregone conclusion they were classified. Un, like, there's no doubt. They tried to doubt it at first, but they're not. And now... The angle seems to be, well, we did the right thing. We, we, we turned them over to the National Archives right away. What do you mean right away? And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. Is it more concerning that they were sitting there for six years or that he was surprised by it? See, uh, it's a great it's a great question because you have the first one, well, we did the right thing as soon as we found out. Right away, right away, we put it over there. Yeah, but it was sitting there for six years. <laughs> and then, you know, you make the point too. Well, once we found out, you didn't know you had classified documents sitting in a building that China has funded? That's it. They should actually, you know what their best out is? What? Well, listen, China got the good stuff anyway. This yeah. wasn't anything. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to understand that. I mean, Hunter gave them stuff a long time ago. Biden working with them for years. They, they already know everything anyway, so it's not yeah, the yeah, big deal. This isn't one anything. We already yeah. gave them the good stuff. All right. Oh, my gosh. He was surprised to learn all this. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully. You know what? I hope you have to cooperate fully with Congress soon because this added to the list of charges for impeachment. How do you have classified documents that you don't know about sitting in a, in a closet? Right. Not even locked away. No, they weren't locked. That's another distinction. They're trying to, they're trying to make Biden's defense argument comparing it to Trump. It's backfiring. Trump stuff, say what you will, was locked. In and, his own home. And it was in his own home, not funded by China. Right. And they were working with the National Archives at the time. This stuff was just there. Exactly. And now, look, maybe it is the case. Maybe it is the case that he didn't know. And it was just some staffers who, who you know, got a bunch of stuff out of the file cabinets and stored it away as they were leaving the White House. And that's probably what happened. But still, it doesn't make it any better that he didn't know that this was there. I mean, come on, man. Take responsibility for your own classified files. By the way, you mentioned it there, too, the House of Representatives' reaction to this. I wouldn't look past that. I really wouldn't. A big, important guy on this thing now, the oversight guy, is uh, James Comer. Oh, yeah. Listen to what he said yesterday on the floor. I'll read you his quote. Why has President Biden, who has repeatedly kept classified materials in an unsecure location for years, never faced a raid? So this may not only like raise questions on the House floor in an investigation in a committee about the documents— but about the source of the Mar-a-Lago raid. There's that too. Yep. <laughs> I mean, wow. come on. You talk about double standards all over the place here. You think about this. The same thing literally happened to Biden. Okay? Except there's no raids on him. And the only reason this was discovered was essentially by accident. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, what it are really we doing? Is. That's incredible.
Anyway, we'll uh, update you more headlines coming up next. Speaking of outdated things, by the way, like, you know, that FAA system, which was probably run on a Commodore 64. Yes. But they finally got that. Floppy ta- disks. Taped up and running again today. <laughs> this is in our uh, last segment, our kitchen drawer segment, things we didn't get to. It's going to depress you, but it's fascinating. Things that are outdated now, according to the younger population. It's oh, actually no. the entire population. The amount of people that haven't done like things that we grew up with, shocking and sad. You know what? I've moved on. I, I have one that I think fits into that category of shocking and sad. My, my brother and I were just talking about this a couple nights ago. The, the one that, well, I'll just, you know, I won't give you the number, but the one about how few people have listened to something on a cassette. Yeah. It's just, I'm debating not doing it. It's that depressing. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I'm not saying like the technology is not better now. Just the right. amount of people who are like, I don't know what that is. I was going to say this is going to make me sad, isn't it? Probably. All right. Probably. That's fine. Let's do it. All right. We got that. <laughs> but here's some good news. I'll lighten it up. Speaking of nostalgia, uh, Pizza Hut, that's right, they're still there, is bringing back 90s favorites. Are they going to bring back the little personal dish pizzas? You still love those things. Maybe. Ooh, boy. See, now I'm excited. We call that a tease. Okay. All right. That headline's <laughs> coming up next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Which is why you find the morning show where you find the morning show blog, also the app, all that stuff. You can reach out to us as well with a messaging system. It's all there. The East South Florida Morning Show, News Talk 850 WFTL. I guess the long and short of it is you got a flight today or waiting on somebody, just uh, bring your patience and stay close to your airline's social media. That's the best thing. Not going to be able to call them. That ended in like the 70s. No. But they will update things. In fact, it, this was amazing to see. This is another side angle of this, Diener. Most of the information came from the FAA's Twitter account this morning. Yeah, no, you're right. That's that's a good point. It was th- faster than their website. It was. That's where I was getting it. I mean, I know. You know, we had a lot of breaking news coming up in front of us on the monitors in the studio at the same time. But I was checking their Twitter almost constantly, and sure enough, you know, within seconds, it was it was right there. That's where the updates were coming <laughs> from. So they did. They, I, well, just about three hours, I guess. They grounded planes throughout the country. Flight Aware says now that equals about you know over seven thousand flights affected, close to four thousand uh, delayed, over seven hundred some odd number that were absolutely canceled. I guess the worst ones were uh, Chicago, Reagan National, and uh, Charlotte. Yeah, O'Hare was really bad, I guess too, and still is. And so they got on furl from this all day today. It was like if you consider this like a massive snowstorm, mm-hmm. but one every single city. Yes, that's that's, that's like what it was like and what it's going to be like. I mean, think about like you know with uh, Christmas, right? We yeah. just passed. Think about all right. Let me get all out all the lights and let me find all my uh, extension cords. And you get it all. And you're like, okay, I can start now. But then it takes you three hours to untangle all the lights and all the cords before you can even start putting up all the lights. It's pretty much what's going on right now. Pretty even much. though the plane's ready to go. This stuff is it's a tangled mess. It's going to take hours to get it all straightened out before things are truly back to normal hopefully later today. Wait, there was a ABC News had the story. There was a ridiculous story. Was that lady, where was that lady in Philly, New Jersey, where was she? Where she they can't account for her bags. Her flight was delayed. I think she was one of the canceled flights, but she has they have no idea where her bag is. That's another side angle of this. That's the worst too. Yeah, I mean think about it. she's not the only one. Your flight's ready to go. Finally, you're sitting there waiting for hours, and then your bag is gone. That just stinks. Man. And then there was, we actually had this one. This guy 
Early today, this was from about 7.30 this morning, he was a passenger at Orlando International Airport, and, you know, he's just talking about how tough it's it is. It's not a good thing. I mean, you rely on a system, and if there is a system failure, somebody needs to get in there and start figuring out, you know, what the issue is. Then they start describing his story. His holiday flights were canceled by Southwest, and they made it up for today. That's so sad. That's just, you're just snake bit, man. Come There's nothing on. you can do about that. That just stinks. Cruel and unusual right there. <laughs> That poor guy. I know, really. Hopefully, I, I hope he has the easiest experience out of everybody. I feel so bad for people like that. Man. Just please let me get on my flight already. I've been trying to do this for a month. That just stinks. All right, good news. Yes. This should make you happier, Diener. Okay. Now, I haven't been to a Pizza Hut in a long time. Inside a Pizza Hut? It's been a while, but man, it used to be an experience. I used to love going to, first of all, they always had a Pac-Man game. Right. Yeah, there you go. Maybe I've dated myself to the 80s. <laughs> but remember they had like the checkerboard tablecloths? And yes. The, and the, a certain style of plastic soda cup you could only find at Pizza Hut. That's right. I remember going there as a kid. You get, you know, the uh, scholastic thing. Is, oh, yeah. Read, uh, the, the certain amount of books you would go in and get your personal pan pizza. Right. Oh, I used to love doing that. Now, I, I don't think I've been inside a Pizza Hut since pre-90s. But sure. it's all about nostalgia these days. And most of that nostalgia is the 90s. A couple of years ago was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hearkening back to the 90s now, and they're bringing back a fan favorite from the 90s. It's not the one you were talking about. Okay. Have you ever had a big New Yorker? Oh, the big New Yorker. I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back to menus at Pizza Hut nationwide February 1st, 25-year hiatus. It's been 25 years? 25 you're years. kidding me. It's a 16-inch pizza. It's 30% bigger than the largest pizza they have currently at the chain. That was a, it was a pretty good pizza. Now, to be fair, I do like, as far as, you know, like the pizza chains, I would say Pizza Hut is my favorite. You know, if you put it up against like really? Papa John's and Domino's, yeah. and, you know, just, just the chain ones. Right. But I mean, I, you know, there's so many great mom and pop shops that just blow those places out of the water. I, I still think that's one thing that technology has never outdone. The, the mom and pop corner pizza place. Yes. They've never been able to beat it. There is a place, and it's, it's not an ad here, I mean. It's, it's just the, the pizza's really good. It was this place, Anthony's, up up by me. And <laughs> it was last week, and I had taken dinner out, and Kristen came home. Oh, no, I didn't have any dinner out. And Kristen came home earlier than expected. She ended up having, like, a half day at work. And I was like, ah, sorry, baby, I didn't take anything out. You know, we get order out. So we end up getting pizza from Anthony's. I got a medium pizza to myself, <laughs> and I just devoured this thing. It's so good, man, but that's what it is. Like, you know, the big New Yorker that Pizza Hut is doing, it's that New York-style pizza, but they just they just do it right. I didn't give a piece to anybody else. Nice. How <laughs> oh, nice. Nice to come home to that. <laughs> well, sorry I ate our dinner, guys. <laughs> Well, so it's, good. it could be worse. Some guys have the wife come home too early, and you're with the babysitter. Well, At least you just you ate know. the pizza. That's you know, could be a lot worse. I guess that is a better scenario. Yes, I'll uh, take that. Uh, you know what? The one thing Pizza Hut is not saying about this promotion, though, they're not going back to '90s prices. I don't think it's going to be thirteen ninety nine no. pizza. That's right. not. Uh, that wasn't exactly nineteen ninety six no. price. It was like six bucks then. All right. Speaking of outdated, I hate to leave us on this. You might get depressed at this, or you might be fascinated. You choose which. I think it's going to be a little bit of both for me. There's a new survey out, massive, across the country, about things that are now considered outdated. All right, that's one thing. But they had the nerve and the gall to put percentage of respondents, people, that have done these certain things. Oh, no. Haven't listened to music on a cassette. This is the one that kicked me right in the shins. Oh, no. (laughs) 6% of all people in this country have never listened to a a cassette. 
Really? Sounds like a small number, under 10%. Think of how many individual people that is. Yeah. It's a lot of people, man. That was the first, my first portable musical experience was a cassette tape. A single. Yes, that's right. It was an A and B side. It was uh, Collective Soul. Ah, there you go. Yes. That was 90s. Yeah. That just, I don't know why that hurt me. Oh, that's because that, that's that a lot rough. of people. That's almost was, all young people have never heard anything on a cassette. I think that was 1992. My, it was my brother. He got the Collective Soul cassette tape. <laughs> oh, he went for the full uh, the LP. <laughs> that's right. 7% never had a printer. Really? There's very little need for a printer these days. I use. Well, I need it. I guess just because I me mean, with the homeschooling, I'm right. using the printer every single day. You're killing trees up there in the Oh, pizzle. yeah, very much so. 9% of this country have never sent a postcard. Wow. Actually, I don't think I've ever sent a postcard. I've never had a need. I think I did maybe once. Postcard, see, that's different. Now, sending a letter, that's a different story. But postcard, yeah, I mean, you don't really send too many postcards, do you? Is a Christmas card the same thing? No, it's different. All right. Postcard. Wish you were here. No, I'm on vacation to not think about you. (laughs) (laughs) 10% of America, 10% of us haven't taken photos on a non-disposable camera that use film. Is that right? 10%. That's bad for that industry. Yeah, really. A 10% haven't used a wall calendar, ever. I have one up in the garage. I get one every year from church. It's it's the Catholic calendar. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's time to fast. Uh, 11% of the country never bought a physical newspaper. That's why that industry is dying. Wow, and that's alarming. There's millions of things here, and some are obvious. Mo- it's close to 20% of the country's never used a public payphone. Makes sense. Yeah. All this stuff. And then it gets into the really big numbers. Ready? 35% of the country's never used a typewriter. Really? Never. I that's that's what I grew up on. Thirty six percent never sent a fax. Never sent the fax. I never. mean, I never use a fax machine anymore. But yeah, we, I, mean, I used to. My dad worked from home growing up, and he used to send faxes all the time. He would pay me a, a quarter to send his faxes. <laughs> I swear to you. Here, fax these for me. It was exciting when you got a fax. Yes. It's like, oh, it's printing well, out something. Let's see what it is. Uh. <laughs> 73% of the country's never used a pager. Remember pagers? Oh, man. Di- died out in the late 80s? 73%. Wow. And that's, we used to live by those. But here's the thing that's going to kill you most of all. The one that got me was the cassette. This is the one that's going to kill you. Close to just a tick under 75% of the country. Yes. And this will make sense when you hear it because it includes old people too. They oh. missed out and very young people missed out. It never had an account on MySpace. Wow. Most people you will ever encounter have no idea what you're talking about when you talk about MySpace. That's funny. Right? Because it was old people who missed it and young people now that miss it. You had to be in that niche generation. Exactly right. Right in the middle. Which I was. That's I've told you before. That's where I met Kristen. That's right. We met on MySpace. Thank God it worked out. (laughs) It did. We had just the right time in the cosmos for us to meet online on MySpace. And flash forward all these years later, she comes out early and there's no food for her. (laughs) Good work. And then I eat the pizza that we were supposed to have. Maybe she regrets logging on that day. Sorry. (laughs) All right. We got uh, we got the morning show blog online eight fifty wftl.com. Also the app, check it out there. We will uh, update you on all these stories and uh, figure out exactly what the FAA mess was when we uh, pick it up again tomorrow. Some entertainment stuff too. In the meantime, thanks for hanging out.